So, hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Famicast. I am your host, not Danny Bivens. I am James Sheldon, the original, <laughs> the original host, the original creator, your family father. How's it going? And with me is Mr. Ty Shugat. Wow, 100 episodes. That's right. Deal with it. And, they should have uh, shut us down a long time ago. <laughs> hey, we've still got time for that. And uh, Cyrus, the delay. I'm the baby of the family, 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 that one. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, so, yeah, Danny is unfortunately not with us. Uh, he had some uh, sudden and urgent uh, personal business to attend to. But he will be part of this episode. Of course he will. So um, you will hear his voice on this episode at some point or another. So don't worry about that. But for this uh, live section, or if you're listening on the... Uh, the podcast feed then not live uh we're gonna have new business and news and then for the last uh segment we're actually gonna have a, t- a chance for you guys to um to call in and actually be on the show with us so that would be cool that's <laughs> i hope that goes to plan to subject themselves to this torture i i really don't know <laughs> i really don't know whoever it is i should have a good time question mark <laughs> So yeah, let's roll on to new business. Um, so Danny was going to talk about uh, uh, Splatoon two um, and this, the test fire, you know, the global test fire that uh, went on this weekend. Actually, I think is it still going on? It could be like another one, right? Um, yeah, Sorry. I know a couple of my Twitter people are like crazy into Splatoon, so they're going nuts posting about it. I think like the Game Explain people actually played every single one. <laughs> for like you know no matter what time it was you know even the ones that were not really meant for their time zone they were playing it like you know is, is it just the same as last time where they they run like what was it three times a day yeah, yeah something so. like that i believe so yeah um so yeah uh, i think <laughs> i'm not sure if he actually uh had a chance to play it but we'll find out uh soon enough <laughs> um so, but I actually played on Danny's Switch um, with Danny because uh, uh, I had a I had a party. I invited Danny, and uh, him being the Karen that he is, do you remember that meme, the Karen meme? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he he was Karen. He actually brought the Switch to your party. Danny oh. was Karen. Oh, okay. He was Darren. Uh, let's call him Darren. Um, <laughs> Hero. That is dedication to the Switch brand. So, yeah, there's a photo in my party of just everyone holding their drinks and then just kind of looking at Danny out the corner of their eye as he holds up his one-two switch and goes, yay, let's play. Um, let's no. not. <laughs> no, but it, it was it was good, though. I mean, uh, it was the first time I'd actually held the, the final, you know, retail version of the, the switch. So, um, yeah, it was nice to, to, to see that and see how, how light it is and everything. But, yeah... He brought all of his games with him, but um, obviously <laughs> the only one that we could play as a, at a party is One Two Switch, which is a game I will never buy. I mean, there was there was there was a there was a time when I don't know if you guys saw this. Maybe we talked about this. There was there was like a two and a half hour window where Amazon UK had it for two pounds. Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> there was. I, like, I heard about it afterwards. I would have bought it in a heartbeat had I been there at yeah, the time. Exactly. I would have bought that and just you know resold it. Or whatever, <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, 
two pounds that's the price i would pay for one, one two switch um i believe danny paid a little bit more than two pounds <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah i mean from what i can say from it uh it's the presentation let's say the presentation of it is very well done it's got you know is they've got those pre-recorded videos and you know they're very crisp you know high resolution you know nice looking videos and they're all based you know like what we saw then the 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 switch uh event that we all went to you know it's that kind of color scheme you know those kind of bright color schemes and it's really vivid even on the small screen because we were playing it on like you know table tabletop mode we we're actually playing it on top of a uh, a piano actually but <laughs> let's let's call it tabletop mode because piano top mode sounds a bit weird <laughs> um so yeah it does i mean the screen is gorgeous it's it's a beautiful screen and uh you know when you have it on that and you know you, you're playing with people uh quite close up because <laughs> obviously you have to you don't actually need the screen for most of the games which is it's just but you kind of almost like instinctively have to look at it because it's like there's a screen next to me you know what is it telling me to do right but this it often what it says on the screen is don't look at the screen you know like, oh, sorry dad you know it's like don't look at the screen <laughs> sit up straight eat your greens um it's, it's that kind of thing so but like the the, the menu system i mean it's very it's so bare bones i mean it's just it's shockingly bare bones like it's just you load it up and it's like there's a menu there's like a you know a tile screen that goes one two switch and then then from there you select the games and that's it it's just a long list of mini games to, to play like it definitely reeks of it was supposed to be a pack-in title and a it was too expensive and they had to get their money back and b they needed to pad out the launch list of games and because like right. there's no way this game should have been a separate release it is strange i mean i don't know maybe the videos cost too much to make I mean, there must have been foreigners. I mean, you know, it was probably made in Japan, right? A lot of these guys look like... I, I, I'm sure I've rec- I recognize some of these actors from, like, Japanese commercials. It's like, I'm sure that guy's on a Japanese McDonald's advert. But there he is, milking a cow dressed as a farmer. Um, How is the, the HD rumble? Does it actually work as advertised? Or Yeah, the first thing I do, I just went straight for the balls, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, course. Danny... Danny whipped it out, went straight for the balls. Had to had to experience that in my hand, um, and they felt great. You know, <laughs> goodness, it really did. I felt like three or four in there actually, which is um, yes. <laughs> but uh, enough about Danny's testicles. Um, yeah, it is. It is amazing. It is. Uh, I mean. I'm sure you've heard several podcasts um, where people say, "Well, it's really amazing. It really feels like there are balls in there," but uh, I hate to be that guy again, but holy shit, it really does feel like there's balls in there. <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> that is that is an absolute testimonial to the Switch. Like yeah. from Nintendo World <laughs> Report, James feels like there's balls in there. <laughs> Episode title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is incredible. I think it's because um, as they're rolling around, it does do the kind of collision. Like you can feel like thing two things colliding. Which is something that you've never really felt with like a rumble thing before. Like Ty, I, I heard that the Xbox One has more advanced rumble than like you know than before, right? I like, suppose. Is it what is it like different degrees of rumble or something? I, like strength. I guess so. Um, or like you feel I, them I, in the triggers or something like that, like individual triggers. Is that right? 
maybe it's it's hard to say since uh, you only really notice when the rumble is bad and wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, if it's and, good, and, uh, you don't notice it, right? Yeah, like I, I never noticed it on Xbox. I mean, I assume yeah, there, there's like a left rumble and a right rumble at least, and you know, and it goes from like to to very very small degrees of rumble to like super substantial rumble. But it doesn't feel like a like a gyro whirring around in there. It feels no. natural in that, right? Yeah, it feels good. Do you remember the, the original N64 rumble pack? It really did feel like just something was just whizzing around in there, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it, all it was, you know? It was pretty intense. Um, Star Fox, the, the ex- big explosion, right? Of course. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, but, but it's weird because you've kind of got that left and right feeling, but within one tiny little controller, which is the, like the weird thing. It's like there's so many different like parts to it, but it's in this tiny little thing. So that's that's the, I don't know how they do it. I mean, there must be some kind of array in there or something. Where, but anyway, um, so yeah, we played that one and uh, the the draw one of the quick draw one was popular. I mean, we passed it around. I I mean, I only played like literally like two or three games, um, because it's a party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was enjoying the party but um a few other people at the party did did join in and played like the quick fire one for example um which is uh yeah it's it's fun and and they've got the one that's had like psychs you out like they say instead of fire they say different f words <laughs> fuck <laughs> you're fucking mama <laughs> um fuck like that. one two fuck and then like, <laughs> uh, you got me you got me that was a little bit difficult for the kid. We, we had some like kids playing, like my son played it, and uh, there were a few other kids like his age, and that really threw them because you know they were just like so like like oh I want to I want to I want to fire as quickly as possible, and anything any sound that came out the switch is oh, that didn't work, you know. So <laughs> just the regular one is fine, you know, for that. One. Yeah, I, I use in my English classes. I play Simon Says a lot just to test listening. Not Cyrus uh, Says. Yeah, and that's that's one of my tricks is like it's Simon says, and then sometimes I'll say Cyrus says, and like oh. catch half the class and knock them out. No, that's tricky. That's tricky because <laughs> Cyrus does sound like Simon. Mm-hmm. I got um, them. I got them skills. So, yeah, I mean, at, at a party setting like that. Oh, the other one was the kind of um, oh God. There's so many like wanking motion games in that game. But, like, <laughs> of course, there are. One of the several wanking motion games uh, is this—I don't know what it's called—soda or champagne or something like that, where you have to shake it and then pass it to someone else, and they shake it, and then uh, whoever whoever explodes, you know, they they they're out, kind of thing. So you can you can you know psych people out, like shake it a lot, and then give it to somebody, and they've got no chance of surviving, kind of thing. That got a lot of laughs from the <laughs> non-gaming. Uh, adults of the party. <laughs> yeah, I think one two switch could be a hit. Like like Wii Sports is a good hit with uh with people who don't play games as well as gamers. Mm-hmm. I think one two switch could be a good fun introduction to the switch. I believe there is like a board game uh like there there is a structured game to it. Um like it goes along a board and you know you it plays a random mini game you like shake the dice and stuff like that. Um <laughs> Uh, we we didn't play that. We were just playing, you know, whatever we wanted. And the first time you play any of the games, you're forced to watch the um, the explanation video. 
even if you've <laughs> you've seen it on YouTube, you know exactly what to do. But it's like, nope, sit down and watch this, you know, oh. minute uh, video <laughs> before you can do anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it is cool how you can just like have it there, like on the table or slash piano, and just have people come along and just play a game and then move on, kind of thing. You know, just a, it's just like a quick fire game. I mean, the games are over within like literally two minutes. You know, you're you're over next person. You know, so it, it can be used at a a party like like we had we had going, and we did have several people um, passing the controls around. But um, I don't know. It's I mean, some of the mini games it needs like the you know the strap on thing, <laughs> um, uh, and other times you don't. Other times you only need one of the control, one of the sides of the Joy-Con. Um, so it it could get a little bit complicated. You need somewhere there like explaining what to do, and Danny was trying his damnedest to explain it to everybody. <laughs> one person at the party actually said, "Do you, are you selling these things?" <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was quite funny. Not directly. Uh, Nintendo <laughs> does not pay us enough. <laughs> right. uh, he was trying his best. Um, so yeah, one, two, switch. And uh, I asked my son, I said, what would you give it out of 10? And he said, three. And I've never, wow. been, never been prouder of him at that moment. He's got a future in game journalism. Nice. <laughs> three out of 10. Um, so... Uh, the other game, I mean, I've been wanting to talk about this game for ages, actually. Um, I, I started playing this maybe two episodes ago, but um, I just uh, wanted to talk about it when I'd actually been uh, played more of it. And that's uh, Steam World Heist. Um, I got this on Wii U um, eShop download. Um, I think they had a discount. I got it for like, you know, whatever, 30% off the regular price. They had some eShop sale a couple of months ago. Um, so, like, this game has had a weird history in Japan because, like, SteamWorld Dig um, took quite a like, maybe it was a couple of months late in Japan, but it did come to the 3DS, and I think it, it also on the Wii U in Japan. But with SteamWorld Heist, um, it, it still, even to this day, um, March 2017, is not out on Wii U uh, on the Japan eShop. And uh, neither on the 3DS either. So 3DS, I've obviously I've got a I've got a Japanese 3DS. It's not available on that. So uh, <laughs> I was actually just waiting for the European uh, Wii U version, which took you know quite a while. So that's the one I had to go for because you know I mean Danny, for example, will not be able to play this unless he buys it on um, you know uh, his PS4 or whatever. It's it's not a Nintendo game. <laughs> it does not exist in Japan. Uh, Whatsoever on on a Nintendo system, which is really weird. And if you search if you search for SteamWorld Heist uh, in Japanese, um, it's just loads of forum posts of Japanese people saying, "Where the fuck is this game?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like seriously. And also, in, it's weird in Katakana they they say haste, like heist he- instead of heist. Be- I think because you know heist is spelled H E I, yeah. so they when you write H E I in in Japanese, it's pronounced hei e, so it's heisto. Which is, you know, haste is a completely different word. But anyway, that's welcome funny. to Katakana, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which proves that it doesn't have an official release because no one can fucking spell it. Um, but yeah, this game is fantastic. I mean, it's a real-time strategy game, um, which I am not a fan of. I'm not a fan of real-time strategy games. There's only been like maybe this is really weird. There's only like one real-time strategy game that I've really liked. 
and I don't ask me why, but back when I was a PC gamer, I loved the hell out of Red Alert, Command and Conquer Red Alert, and I have no idea why that version. I like that version. <laughs> like I don't like Command and Conquer, any other version of Command and Conquer, but Red Alert. I don't know for some reason <laughs> I like that game, um, and I guess you know things like um, Theme Park and stuff, but they're a little bit different, aren't they? They're more like you know building stuff. Yeah, right. But the only way what... you can be competitive in those games is firing your your <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. customers out of the world. Oh, that's Roller Coaster Tycoon. Never mind. Yeah, your skills don't really go contested in that game. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Ma- maximize the salt and then put them on a roller coaster. I um, play a ton of Theme uh, Park on my on my SNES, my Super Nintendo. Oh, times. I can love my Theme Park. So. Uh, Steamworld Heist. I mean, it's a side. Uh, I mean, the the art style is the same as Steamworld Dig. You know, steam powered robots in you know the Wild West kind of thing. Um, but your your base is your base is a spaceship, and then you've got a world map. You know, um, and when you choose a level to to go to, then your ship kind of in real time kind of attaches itself to that other ship that you're about to dock onto. So it's kind of it's kind of cool because in your in your spaceship you've got like full control like with the stick, but then as soon as you go into this the the ship that you're about to attack or heist, <laughs> it, you it goes into like a real time strategy. So you're selecting, you know, how many spaces you want to walk and stuff like that, right? So if it's orange, then you can shoot, you can walk, and then shoot to that point. But if it's blue, you can only you can walk and then you won't be able to shoot after that point. So you have to plan where you're going to walk and uh, so you can get headshots in and stuff. And the thing that I think the reason why I like this, um, even though it's a real time strategy game is that you have full control of the shooting. It's not just like right click shoot dead, you know, it's like you actually have to use the control sticks to aim your laser sight and like shoot the enemies like in a head from as far away as possible. Not all guns have laser sights, but um, the main character um, does. And the cool thing is that you can actually ricochet the bullets. So sometimes, you know, a lot of the spaceships have, you know, shit in the, in the way and like or corridors and they're behind stuff. But like you can actually just like aim it at stuff on the roof and like actually bend it, uh, hit the roof and then go down and it'll, you can ricochet as many times as you want. Um, well, your years of puzzle bobble training finally paying off. It actually reminds me of like, of like a pool game, a snooker game. It was like that. You know, you've got that kind of sight. <laughs> and then you're just aiming it up and then hitting them. It's it's a lot of fun. So it actually makes like the combat really like exciting because you know you're like your your hand is kind of like it trembles, it goes up and down. So you have to time it as well. So there's there's a there's a degree of timing and a degree of skill to that, which I kind of appreciate. And um, I think I mean this originally was a 3ds game. I think it was a 3ds you know quote unquote exclusive for a while before it made it to the to the other systems although i think for some reason it's not on as it's not on xbox for some reason i looked i looked into this i couldn't find any xbox version but it's definitely on uh, playstation as well um and pc obviously so yeah like the the, the art style is really nice and uh i mean it's got a, like a, it's got a basic story to it and um there's a lot of like uh yeah, the, like the strategy, like if you perfect a stage, like without anybody of your team dying and stuff, you know, you get more stars and then you can go unlock other parts of the map and stuff like that. 
but they've, they've also got like these non battle based um, stages where it's like a bar, like a space bar. And uh, you go in there and there's like, there's just like some background music playing, but it's like, you know, old timey kind of, uh, you know, cowboy type music, <laughs> but they've actually all got like lyrics to it, like really high production value, like um, lyrics and song and, and words to it. Well, I got to check this out on YouTube. It's, it's really nice. Really nice. It's just like the atmosphere that it creates is really, really nice. Like it just all fits together. Like the art style, the music, um, the background. I mean, when you, when you're on the stages itself, it's just kind of moody kind of general music, but it's like, it's not really like in your face, but like if the action picks up, then it'll kind of increase the, you know, the, the tempo or whatever. So it really fits nicely. It just like the whole package together is just like beautifully presented and it plays really nicely. And to like an RTS, you know, noob like me who just like, I'm not really good at right, real time strategy games, you know, like Fire Emblem, the, the game that which no one on this podcast plays. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not good at those games and I don't like those games, but this one it really just like really fits me. So if you're, if you're like me, if you're not like a fan of RTS games, I would say play this game. It's really, really, really good. And it's not very expensive. So yeah, I would do it. And if you, if you want the portable one, like, um, like the hit on the graphics, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too much of an issue, but like, I like the fact that, you know, you can see the whole, like most of the stage and you can, you can aim, aim at your shots a lot easier. I think it would be a little bit more difficult on the 3DS screen. Um, but um, yeah, this would work great on the Switch, for example, where you've got both the best of both worlds, like a super clear, you know, and a portable system. But um, uh, the Wii U, what does, I think the gamepad, you can actually play it on the whole thing on the gamepad, but like if you're playing it on the TV, like I am, um, you've got this, you, you can hear the music and sound effects through the gamepad, which is good, you know. I always give bonus points to games that do that um and the gamepad is just like a map you know just like a generic kind of shows you where all the bad guys are kind of thing nothing too exciting but ignore that the most important thing is you can hear the game audio through the through the controller that's all i care about so yes recommended go out and buy it now uh ty you might have to buy the pc version all right and the name of that game again is is steam world heist that's right. That's right. So uh, I've got one more game to talk about, but I'll put that on hold. And should we move on to Psy? What's For your opinion? me, yeah. This is throwback, whatever, Sunday. Throwback Sunday for Cyrus was uh, <laughs> I was playing uh, Mischief Makers. So, shake, shake. Yeah, Yay! shake, shake. So this game is like, when when I was way younger, well, that's like got... episode two of the Famicast, by the way. It's <laughs> called Shake Shake. So. Man, <laughs> go no... back and we've got to we've got to make these little connections. This is episode one hundred. We've got to do some throwbacks here. I uh, like when I when I was younger, we used I used to buy a Nintendo official magazine. We didn't have an N sixty four, but we still bought yeah, it all the time. Me too. And uh, one of the early issues for the N sixty four period came with this calendar that had like every month was a different. N64 game, and one of them was Mischief Makers, and I have been in love with that game ever since. Just that calendar, wow. and I had it like hanging on my wall, and because I just love the main character, like the whatever her name is, but <laughs> <laughs> like.
never, because I never, I, I just saw this picture. I never played it. I never found out any information about it because it wasn't really well played. It was kind of a very small sleeper hit of a game. Right. And, and uh, I just love the main character's design, but I finally decided to play it just like last week on my totally legal emulated N64 <laughs> on my, on my laptop. But um, yeah, this has never been on any virtual consoles, I don't think. No, that that game has never been re-released. It's locked to the N64 forever, and it's like that is a game that I think is very much designed to be played on the N64 controller. Oh yeah, so, I remember how it controls. It's got some very <laughs> weird controls, like you where do? every yeah is it um, isn't it um, uh, D pad. If I remember, no. It was D-pad to move, and then the C-pad, like all the C directions, were dashes in different directions. But A and B were also mm. buttons. Okay. So you can kind of mimic it by I attached all the C buttons to to another Xbox analog stick. I was playing on a 360 pad, so my left D-pad was movement. My right analog stick was the C buttons, and two A and B on the Xbox pad were A and B on an N64 controller. So it kind of works, but it's a lot harder to use like complicated analog stick motions than it is to use C buttons. C buttons are like they're buttons; it's easy to do stuff with them. So I I did not like the controls at all, and <laughs> I've I, so like playing it. I can see that there is a great game buried in there, but you have to spend a lot of time with the controls to kind of to appreciate it. How are you controlling were... it now? Have you got like synced to an Xbox controller or something? Yeah, so I just ran an N64 emulator on my, on my PC and then got a, an Xbox 360 controller and plugged it in, set it up, keybinded it to all the buttons. And, uh, it was I, I rented but... this. I rented this game back in the day. I rented it like maybe two or three times, um, and I think I was the only person renting it because like. Uh, <laughs> I, I could keep going back to the same save. Does it have save files? I don't actually remember. Yeah, it's got save files. It's a pretty long game. And you, if I remember, you collect like crystals or something like that. And like yeah, with, every with level each, you, you with each additional crystal you, you get, it unlocks more of the the ending. So like, yeah, so it uses it as like currency, doesn't it? Like each crystal, it uses like one crystal every two seconds or something. This is and this is kind of what what killed my interest in it because I was playing it and I wasn't fully enjoying it. It was still cool, but I was just kind of, I just want to finish it. So I was kind of blasting my way through the levels. I think and I then, know what's coming up here. And then about like 20 minutes, look, I was about an hour and a half into the game. And then they tell you that, Oh, by the way, you have to collect the yellow crystals in every stage. If you want to get the full ending. And, right. <laughs> And I was just like, "Oh my god!" There were there was a few crystals I went after, but they're they're quite tricky. Like you have to really understand how the controls of the game work to get them. Right. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I do not want to go back and get all of those goddamn crystals. So, <laughs> and some of them are really like really awkward. Like the level that I just stopped playing on because it's it's a little like um like Donkey Kong Country 2 and 3, where every level has a totally different gameplay mechanic. Like, uh, so there's this one where you pick up a jar and you can put items in the jar and mix them with, like, like alchemy style. And you mix two different items together, it gives you a different power-up. 
And I checked online, and to get one of the, the crystals, you have to mix two different colored crystals together. And it never tells you that anywhere. <laughs> so if I had not read that, I would never have known that was how you get that crystal. Huh. Man, Natsukashi, this yeah. game. Yeah, I, I played this game to completion on uh, the 64 back when the, it was newish. So, <laughs> so my memory is a bit fuzzy, but I did complete the game. Same yeah. Here. I remember somewhere in the middle, there's kind of a, a set of like sports festival levels. Did you get that far? Uh, no, I don't think so. Sports festival? Yeah, like, like, like Yeah, like uh, you do an undokai, like in the middle of the game, and it turns into like one of those old timey, uh, like eight bit sports games where you just mash the buttons super hard or do some <laughs> other stupid bullshit. Man. Now, I can't remember if it was really good or really bad, but I do remember that it was very memorable. Yeah, it's definitely it's a unique game. And it's the the same people who made, like, Gunstar Heroes and whatever. Right. Treasure. It's, yeah, Treasure. Treasure, boys. And so it's got, like, the boss battles especially are fantastic. Like, I got to one full boss. And this game is a weird-looking game because it kind of goes for that Donkey Kong style again of, like, pre-rendered. Right, pre-rendered, and this boss looks really cool. It's like this, you fight this small little dude who flies around the stage, and then the background is this huge guy made up of, like, lots of sprites all animated at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it even by today, it looks really cool. Like, it's a really yeah, visually impressive boss. Treasure have always been known for great boss battles. I think yeah. that's their forte. And uh, that... And that boss battle is very cool. Like it's one of those classic bosses where he's rock hard the first time you fight him, but then you you see the pattern, and you're probably dead by the time you've properly figured out the pattern. But then it's really easy once you 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 figure out the trick. So um, that one yeah. weird trick. <laughs> yeah, one weird trick to surprise this boss. So this is a game I'm gonna keep it on hold. I might come back to it just because. I've loved the character for so long. I kind of feel like I have to finish the game, but yeah, you do. So, is this the first time you're playing it? First time I've played it because I never had an N64 <laughs> as a kid. So, and I, I've never had one as at any point in my life. So, I've never had a chance to try this game, and I That's never remember sad. seeing it in the store. What the hell were you playing instead of the N64? Uh, let me see. I had a Super Nintendo for a long time. I think I got a PlayStation 1 when the PlayStation 2 came out. Ooh. That was, that, okay. was, that was my jump in consoles, was the Super so Nintendo. You, you skipped a generation then. Yes. <laughs> okay. I well, still played my Super then? Nintendo like every day during that period. Oh, fair enough. Worst mm-hmm. ways to live, certainly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's... Is that is that good? Is that all good? Yeah, that was pretty much all I've done this week. Cool. Um, so Ty, you um missed the last episode, right? I did. I was um, overseas. You finally got caught by the FBI. And I, that's I, the story that I, we I finally circumvented the wall and got back into the United States. Um so did you get stopped at customs for all your anime porn? Yeah. It was good. rough. <laughs> But anyway, welcome back to Japan. Yeah. Uh, so um, between like all my connecting flights, I was in like six different cities. Um, Though the, the highlight was... Um, I was Playing in one San- switch in the airport. Yeah, that's right. No, 
uh, going to the Killer Instinct World Cup in San Antonio. Say word. Yeah. So, uh, how many people? Uh, how many people? Oh what? God. Uh, I want to say a little under three hundred, maybe three hundred. I might be totally wrong. Wow. Uh, yeah, there, there was kind of a highlight moment. So, so the whole thing is, it's like a top thirty-two are are in the money, and most of them already qualified from other tournaments. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's not going to be like a lot of people in the last chance qualifiers because there, there was uh, room for four more people to get in. So uh, on the way out of uh, the first day, uh, I took a take a look at the sign up sheet, which was like a literal notebook with, with, that you would write in to, <laughs> right. to see how many people were in there. And it was like just pages and pages and pages of Jesus. people who signed up for last chance qualifiers. So you've ripped them all out and just wrote your name. Right. <laughs> I got all four slots. No. Um, so, yeah, the first day was just like, you know, ca- casual play, fun stuff, side games. So the whole thing was three three days long. The second day was uh, last chance qualifiers that went from like, I don't know, like noon to midnight or some shit. <laughs> right. Because so, it, was, it was four tournaments. There was a tournament for each slot. And, uh, oh, right. So the, you have to win a tournament to just to be in the main tournament. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, Rip in peace. Yeah, that happens at like a lot of Magic the Gathering events. They call them the, the grinders, where they just like churn through hundreds of players for that one slot to enter the actual tournament. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, they were also single elimination, uh, single elimination. So that was tough too. So, that means like one round, like it, it means uh, if you lose uh, a set against another player, you're out. There's no losers bracket. Okay, see you later. All right. So I sent a lot of people home before uh, getting put out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, How far uh, did you get? I think in each one, it was like four to six uh, matches in. So okay. that's pretty good. I think. God, I don't know how many you had to win. To, to make it. I think it was like eight or nine, maybe. I know my pal uh, Domi, the infamous uh, Japanese player, he he got within like a couple games of uh, like all four tournaments, and it was like really heartbreaking when he, he did get in. Uh. Oh. But oh, <laughs> he got a little <laughs> something later on. Let me tell you. Stomach poisoning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of jet lag. Oh man. Okay, so it was me and five other players came from Japan, and uh, two of them qualified from uh, the combo clash Japan we had here. Um, so I ended up doing a lot of translation work since. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since was, that, was it their first time in America for some of them? Um, let me think. I don't think so. I think they've all come over for tournaments before so how did they survive without a translator before uh (laughs) i've been five years in japan i barely speak a word of japanese right right right, by the same way we we survive in japan sign language and a lot of drawing pictures (laughs) right uh so uh, we had a lot of fun uh 
I met a lot of really cool players and uh, also developers behind the game. Uh, the after party was amazing. So, so let me tell you about uh, big fighting game events. They usually run. Uh, there's usually like a VIP room in some hotel that usually goes by the the name of Salty Sweet. <laughs> okay. If you get the pun there, okay. so so I, I I believe at KO World Cup it was the Saucy Sweet. So man, in all my years playing fighting games, I never got that pun of Salty Sweet. Right, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> salty Sweet, yeah. S U I T E. So uh, after the grand finals, uh, me and the Japanese players went up to the Saucy Suite. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> there, there was this one guy, I don't know if I should name him, but he was trying really hard to get all the Japanese players, like, super drunk and, and freaked <laughs> out. He, he did a good job. Shout-outs. <laughs> you know well, that, that wouldn't be too hard, would it? I mean... Japanese people are generally uh, don't take the alcohol too kindly. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I'll, I'll, you gotta consider like everyone is like tired as shit, right? Super sleepy, yeah. and all, also they were trying to corral Domi and do a money match on stream because there was a stream in there and they were doing like all these exhibition matches, and it's a lot different from the tournament because it, it it's like in a hotel room and there are people crowded around screaming. <laughs> throwing money down. Nice. Uh, it is play money, by the way. Wink, wink. <laughs> right, right, right. Totally legal. So, uh, there was a, a great uh, mat, match set, first to ten, between uh, my pal Domi and Ida Master. Now, uh, Ida Master doesn't speak English very much. He's from... I don't remember. He's from... A Spanish-speaking country. I can't remember which one. And uh, Brazil? No, that's Portuguese. I was just testing you. Yeah. Although maybe I'm totally wrong. Good game. I I feel bad. I should know where he's from. But anyway, he's kind (laughs) of infamous because he has uh, the most uh, top 32 ranking stars online. He's gotten one like literally every month. And that is like a a huge, huge, huge time investment. So, so he's kind of infamous as being like the king of online grinders. Like everyone's played him, and it's like, ah, oh, oh, that's the thing that you try to do from time to time. Yeah, I got me a couple stars, and I'm sure you remembered how it was like uh, 30 days of grinding torture. Like 100 percent of my free time was going <laughs> to go Mari. Yeah, yeah. So this guy has done that every month for like two years. <laughs> so he was a, quite a pale skinned gentleman <laughs> you might say that uh, so so him and Domi they got a money match going and uh, so so Domi's being all shy like you know I don't want a money match I've been drinking you know and you know I don't want to bet money that's bad <laughs> <laughs> So, so one of the other friends screaming, "Yo, I'll pay for him. It doesn't matter. Just get him to play." I'm like, "Okay." So, so I'm like telling him in Japanese, "Okay, this is gonna be just for fun, you know. And if you do it for these guys, uh, we'd all really appreciate it." He's like, "Well, okay." <laughs> and uh, and like, uh, there's a translator working with Ida Master to to work it out. So, 
<laughs> they sit down, they start playing, <laughs> and people are getting hyped, like chanting names, probably probably getting a hotel security called on us, whatever. <laughs> right. And and like people start throwing down on this huge pile of money in front of the screen, and it's like whoa. So they're playing 10 games and like people are losing their shit because like Domi is doing, he, he's doing, um, he's playing Kilgore, the, like the new character and like nobody else knows what this character can do or they only have like a vague idea. But Domi is like nailing this stuff that's ridiculous and people are, are going nuts because it's so hyped to watch. And uh, so they're going back and forth and it goes they're like nine nine going into the last one, and it c- comes down to the last hit, and it's just so perfect. Wow. And uh, Domi won that, and everybody's like going nuts. It's hype as fuck, and it's like one of those magical moments that reminds you why you love video games. Nice. Did he buy you all like steaks or something? I don't think it was that much money, but okay. maybe <laughs> that much fake money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, he hasn't swooped in and grabbed this pile of money. So, like, I do it for him, and I, like, fold it up nice and stuff it in his pocket and tell him, welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a cigar in your mouth at that time? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me, kid. You'll go far. Hands <laughs> <laughs> off the merchandise. Yeah. And uh, we also got to talk with some of the developers at that party. I was, like, translating for him. If you remember the name D. James Goddard, he was there and uh, regaled us with a lot of tales of working for uh, Capcom and Namco and making fighting games back in the day. Wow. The day, the day being the 90s. Because, you know, he, he worked on Street Fighter. He created DJ. Oh, and, uh, wow. Yeah. Did you punch yeah. him in the face for that? He's <laughs> a good character. Don't hate. <laughs> no, <laughs> and uh he made weapon lord which is like like a a wonderful unknown gem of fighting games that was like that, way ahead of its time is that not an n64 one is it no it's super nintendo maybe there's a genesis version too but like this one. is it guys with like massive swords maybe it was, it was like really violent, lots of decapitations, and uh, I think I've played that. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely played that. It's not time killers though; it's actually good. Okay. And it had like a lot of like uh, technical stuff that was way ahead of its time. Like it had online play optimization for the X band modem. <laughs> right. So uh, Who knew twenty years later, you know, it still hasn't been improved on a Nintendo system. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Check out Weapon Lord. That game is the, the truth. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, did you meet any X, X rare guys? I guess they wouldn't be around, would they? Yeah, I don't think Xbox had them all executed. <laughs> right. I'll, Get back I'll, to uh, making avatars. I met a couple of the voice actors in addition to the uh, video game nerds that made the game. Nice. Yeah. There was a dude who voiced Tusk, and uh, yeah, one more Japanese person, the, the lady that voices Hisako. Oh, she's a genuine Japanese person. Yeah. Well, she also speaks English at a native level. Nice. So, yeah. She's cool. Weird, she's got a weird way of walking, though. 
Uh, maybe she, she she did like the, the part where she jumps inside you and punches you from the inside. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. <laughs> Especially when uh, you just like. Yeah. Um, you have any, you know, Pixar didn't happen. Right. Oh, uh, some other stuff that went down. Uh, there there were a lot of side tournaments that just had like eight or so or sixteen or so people in them. For like uh, old ass Saturn games and stuff, and <laughs> and I won line. like every one I entered, and it was great. <laughs> Sorry, you you won everyone? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that I entered, and uh, I was like wishing I I would enter more, but you know, there's also the Killer Instinct stuff going on. Which, which games did you play on Saturn? Let's see, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter. I yeah, I won that shit. Get at me. Uh, what else? I'm l- looking at these uh, prizes that are literally in my hand right now. Samurai Showdown Three. What's up? <laughs> Big Billy One Slice. I used Homer Hamaru. Uh, can't remember who that is. He's the, the he was the guy that was in CBS Two that takes away a quarter of your life. Oh uh, yeah, the- yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the 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 standard Samurai Showdown guy. Yeah, right, because uh, Charlotte isn't in that game. That's what I usually play, but yeah. <laughs> that game is silly as shit. I love it. Uh, I also got a prize for uh, surviving the Battletoads Turbo Tunnel. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, did you see photos? Like, like they set up like like a, an actual speeder bike you could sit in when you did the Turbo Tunnel Challenge. I, I know oh, I tweet, really? tweeted some pics of that. Yeah. Nice. What else? Uh, and uh, on the last day, uh, there was a Power Stone tournament. It was like literally as they were like shutting down the room and like trying to shoo us out. On an actual Dreamcast? Yes. So it was, a- it was actually between me and the last guy and the- in the grand final. And they literally ran out of time and pulled the plug on the machine. <laughs> wow. So they they just gave us both a prize. Ah, uh, consolation prize. I think I, I, I would have won that. I think I had that. <sighs> that was fun. You know what was fun is they set up some Killer Instinct one and two arcade machines and. Uh, oh wow! Did yeah. you pick one up and kill someone with them? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I played so much Ki two and I was blowing up dudes with like my hidden Ki two technology because <laughs> I. Like I invested a lot of my life into that game. My strongest memory of Ki Two was playing in the in the arcade, and I went down. I used to go down to the arcade like once every two weeks. My dad would give me like six credits worth of money, and uh, and we went down. And this guy was playing Killer Instinct Two, but he was practicing, so he just picked. He put in two credits, one for him, one for Player Two, and he picked Glacius with Player Two, and just kept regenerating his health. Oh. And, so That's... me and my brother were just sitting there like, what the fuck? We want to play this game. Why <laughs> Why won't you let us play? And he just kept what pumping money saw. in and regenerating his health. And we're like, oh my god, you dick. <laughs> wow. It's pretty sneaky. <laughs> I have a similar story, something that happened to, to me this week. Um, in the arcades, there's, um, there's some machines that let you play for free if you have like a certain medal or, or trading card, I'm talking like common Rider type stuff here, by the way, power, huh. Japanese power Rangers. 
and they, they let you play like one, like once per medal or once per training guard for free. And my kid was trying to, he was queuing up to play it. And there was this kid in front of him and he had like a book full of medals <laughs> and he would just like play once. And then he would just put in the next one and the next one is like, come on, you know, fucking asshole. I'll move out of the way. <laughs> I, I punched him in the back of the head and it was fine after that. Good. He went, yeah. He went that, to his mom. That's how you do in the arcades. That's right. right? <laughs> Don't match throw. And you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like six years old. But, you know, he had it coming to him. <laughs> Today's um, the day. You're going to learn. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Ty. Um, is it nice escaping uh, the country or no, how does it feel? America <laughs> sucks. Sucks. <laughs> oh, and, uh, it was okay. Uh, I thought America was supposed to be uh, great again. Anyway, no. moving on. <laughs> I did did play a Nintendo game. I've been oh, yeah? playing uh, Edgeworth 2. Oh. Yeah. The English Wait. patch made by fans. That's the one. It was never actually released in English. It's Japanese only. That's which, right. Which system is this on? This is on DS. Original DS. Yes. It was uh, later on in the life. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you played Ace Attorney Investigations, uh, this is the second one starring Edgeworth. And you solve more mysteries <laughs> without ever going to court. Right, because that's that's how they do it in Japan. They 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 decide it before it goes to court. That's right. Ninety ninety five percent conviction rate. Right. Right. Uh, so, uh, it yeah, it's a fan translation. It does use uh, the established <laughs> English translation stuff. So it has uh, the the the, uh, the American or Western character names like Edgeworth and. Gumshoe and all those guys. Okay, so they, it was done by guys who know their shit. Yeah, and uh, I was kind of surprised. Like uh, they even translated stuff that would be like static images, like uh, I don't know, like uh, if there's, there's like a, a still image of evidence or something. If there's English writing, or if there's Japanese writing, it would be translated into English. They even <laughs> changed Celsius to Fahrenheit. <laughs> where it was cru- crucial. That's to me. That's breaking the game, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, they they have both. They have the both. Okay. Uh, so it seems like there's a lot of effort put into the translate to to making it a very professional product. But uh, I I don't know. I was kind of raising my eyebrows at some of the translations. Like, I've seen at least six instances of, of them translating, like, Shkatanai to It Can't Be Helped. I mean, like, come on, there's, like, more ways to do it. Shogunai? Shogunai, yeah. Shogunai to It Can't Be Helped? Okay, right. Shit happens. Yeah. Say I mean, you, you guess you gotta just handle it. That's life. Right? Right. <laughs> I guess it can't be helped. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah they, they, yeah. that's that's pretty fucking terrible, but I mean overall, it's very good. It's very good. That's cool. So I'm about halfway through the game, I think. So uh, I'll probably report back once I finish it, and then I can get to playing games on this uh, new 3ds I got. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my Japanese one, it, it it's broken as fuck. Oh, uh, right, yeah, I remember you saying that. Was it is it the control stick or the, the screen or something? 
there's two things. Uh, it just kind of shuts off when you you touch the 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 <laughs> you tilt the screen the wrong way, uh-huh. and also the headphone jack doesn't work so well. Like okay. Really. okay. So, how, did, how did you fuck it up so much? Uh, I bought it used, and it was already fucked up. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What did that person do? Yeah, right. I think they they must have dropped it off the roof a few times. Uh, so I bought an American one. Stress test. Yeah, and I'm gonna hack the shit out of it. Like I'm not even gonna, gonna sugarcoat that. Like I I need to. I I need to play games Region from both free. regions on it. Yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes. Well, you can play your original DS games, no problem. Yeah, shit, who cares? I already have an original DS. I have, I have my launch day DS, which is uh, it works, works great. It's It just looks raggedy as shit. Don't tell me it's a gray one. Oh, it's a gray one. Uh, it was it was gray. Now now it's like worn plastic colored. <laughs> True story. I delayed buy, buying a DS because I was so repulsed by the gray. I just couldn't stomach my. I just couldn't stomach to buy it. So I I waited for the all white one to come out, and I got that one. Okay, nerd. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got I've got the all white small DS, but I remember the original DS we had was the that annoying silver gray thing. The the prototype that they accidentally sold. <laughs> I like to call it. How old is that thing now? Because it, it's launch day and it still works great despite you know traveling like a million miles with me and. One of the what? only reasons we actually got, or I got my own DS, was because my sister, she, uh, in her infinite wisdom, she was trying to play a DS game, like, I think, Rub Rabbit, and she couldn't find the stylus, so she got a ballpoint pen. Oh, dude. scratched the fuck out of it. Yeah, and she was like, she, it annoys me to this day, because, she, like, I saw her doing it, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing to the DS? And she's like, it's fine, it's fine. And I'm like, the whole screen is covered with pen. He's just, he's put a pen through a machine. <laughs> oh, she actually clicked it on as well. Yeah, it was just Christ. like a dip. She like scratched the shit out of the screen and coated it with ink. It's like, man, yeah, a lot of those early DS games were like stress tests. Like, <laughs> yeah. like between yeah, like Rub Rabbits and ON Down and stuff, like. You were hammering the shit out of that screen. Yeah, I know with the Elite Beat Agents, they had like the... There's there's a lot of parts in that where I was hammering the crap out of my one too. Right. And uh, and that's probably... I think it was kind of rough on your hands too if you just used the small stylus. Like, uh, I actually got like a big pen size stylus and that was a lot more comfortable for... You know the oh, fucking high don't level have one. Little Pro baby fingers for those little tiny styluses. Right. Nowadays, they'd call it the Stylus Pro and sell it for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's got <laughs> the new, new Stylus. I think it was free E three swag. Actually, like uh, it had a uh, Mario on the end of it in like a little cart. So there was a time where like every single TGS you couldn't help but come home with like a new stylus right <laughs> like every everything every like it was really it. fancy like it had a little strap on it too it's definitely the fanciest stylus i've ever owned did you ever have the thumb strap thing the thumb strap? yeah because they actually stopped didn't they stop putting that in after a while yeah mine came with my original ds and nothing afterwards it, it was a stylus that you could strap to your thumb <laughs> weird yeah, to use with first-person shooter games. <laughs> that's and, a uh, 
than Mario. Terry three. I think that's Luca in the chat. He just said that he also got that Mario Kart stylus. He said he got it through the Nintendo Stars catalog. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, so, a secret I'm past glad, coming out. I'm glad somebody knows the stylus I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure I got mine from E3. Okay. Oh, God, it's Danny. Here comes a new challenger. Danny Bivens. Get ready. That yeah. that's great timing because I was just wrapping up my uh, my new business. Okay, cool. Oh well, one more thing. I I also grabbed a pile of Nintendo sixty four games while I, <laughs> I was in the states. Sweet, right? as well as some Xbox three sixty garbage. How, <laughs> how are you going to be playing those? Ty? Uh, I'm going to be playing these sixty four games at pro- probably final round bats. I got Fighters Destiny one and two. But do you have like a like a modded uh, N64 or something? No, I, I actually don't have a 64 in my house. I'm playing it on someone else's. But you oh, don't need yeah. to mod your 64 if you have a Game Shark. That's right. You just and run it right through. Even here too, like I've had problems with Game Sharks for a long time, like getting them to actually do anything. <laughs> but oh, bought... yeah, uh, there's a few tricks to to making uh, old Game Sharks work correctly. Okay, I'll well, tell like... you about those later. I bought something at Super Potato or something like that. It was like maybe six bucks. And it's just a, you can just plug it into any. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it yeah. I, I was kind of amused when James said mod your 64, which when in reality, <laughs> you're just like getting some plastic shit out of the way. Right, right. Like you just, Hacksaw. yeah, you just mod your 64 with like a, a drill from the garage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I was using the retro, you know, uh, meaning of re- uh, mod as in like literally modifying the shape of it. Yeah, you're hacking the mainframe with a fucking axe, like it's good times, right? I, I mean, I feel like mod is too fancy a word. <laughs> Maybe disfigure. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's Danny, good, Danny? What's the whatever the opposite of rest in peace is? Welcome back. Thank you. Back from the dead. We're um, eager to hear of your exciting time with the Splatoon test fire. Oh my oh, god! Boy, are we? So I um I have some fun stories. Uh, most of them ending in failure. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, yes. So I I was gone all day yesterday, so I, I didn't have a chance to play it. But I was I was at home today, and I decided to play. They had one at noon starting today, and um, I, I got on. I was, I was about like twelve thirty, and I was going to get started, and then it. It just gave me an error to like, oh, you can't connect parental controls because because <laughs> <laughs> you blocked yourself out. I and, okay. What's really kind of bizarre about those parental controls, like you in the app, like on the on your phone, you can turn off like restrictions totally, and I did, and somehow I except one thing you can't no, play online. <laughs> I, I looked like afterwards there. I didn't see anything that said I shouldn't be able to, but. I, I kind of went through the message so fast that then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I think I went and like maybe reset my switch. Cause I was like, okay, it's, everything's going to be fine. And then I couldn't get the thing to connect to the internet <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> and it was like saying, giving me errors like, Oh, you, you know, try putting in your password again. Maybe it's not close enough. It's like, okay, I was just using this thing. I'm using a bunch of other devices online too. Danny, uh, at, at any point did it ever say, Ask your parents to help you set it up. It did not. That's that's why I had so many problems. <laughs> did, did you ever think at any point that somehow I'd got a hold of it? 
and I was like controlling it. The, the thought did cross my mind. <laughs> um, you know, I was just kind of in my I head, just screaming for my daddy, but uh, not James Charlton. <laughs> but, yeah, so, obviously you need someone to set it up. Yeah. So that so, long story short, you didn't actually play it. No. So eventually I got all that network stuff worked out and I got to play it this evening for a little bit before some other stuff happened. Made me late. The eight o'clock one. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to play, but yeah, I was, I got to get in on some matches a little bit, but I never was able to finish a match because like the connection would time out <laughs> and within like an, in an 18 minute period, I think I got disconnected 15 times. What? <laughs> yeah. Asshole, fucking over your team over and over like that. Well, Shame yeah. I mean, sometimes it would. At one point, it froze up, and there was somebody just shooting, and I was like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> Doing the, the moonwalk in place, basically. I mean, yeah, the classic disconnect. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was disappointing. I mean, I got to play, you know, a couple of probably about five minutes total in like a thirty minute span oh, of man, Splatoon Two. Um, they got a lot of a uh, lot of network work to be doing then before yeah, the I mean, game comes out. Yeah, and that's really? ideally that's the point of you know doing stuff like this. But if if I were to have bought this game and had the same experience, I would not be a very happy camper. Um, I wonder if but, it's anything to do with the the regions all being. It's like because now it's completely region free. It's like maybe it's you know like before it was all like segmented, wasn't it? Like. Um, mm-hmm. Well, with this with this platform, at least, anyway. Yeah, like the way the way it worked, though, James. Like, I I use my Japanese account. I downloaded the thing from the Japanese store, if that even matters. And I was teamed up with people locally here in Japan. Like, I had a okay. lot of Japanese names. Japanese names. So, um, no excuses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, no, nobody in Japan has like a slow connection. So, there's no excuse there, is it? Yeah. Theoretically, right? Man, wireless is bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then the Chris new thing the is, is, I I just uh, saw I just saw Don uh, Nintendo uh, tweeting out a picture of him uh, playing Splatoon two like online using his mobile internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were Danny, you were tweeting about how you were lolling at the the prospect of doing that, right? But yeah, and y- y- maybe it would have worked out better. <laughs> you know, when I was having some problems earlier in the day because I couldn't connect to my home network. I just, just for shits and giggles, I just try to attach to my phone via tethering and it worked <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> like what in the hell is going on? Yeah. So you, you could technically play Splatoon 2 on the bus. Technically. I mean, you know, with, with 4G connections and LTE connections here in Japan, I mean, th- honestly, sometimes the speeds are almost the same as my house. I'm not saying <laughs> the speeds I get here are blazingly fast, but sometimes you get like 20 megabits per second and stuff like that on uh, you know, down on the um, that'd be amazing. My so. phone internet, like my my pocket Wi-Fi that I have here, is always faster than my home internet. <laughs> <laughs> he says from his pixelated, barely working Google video. <laughs> I believe you, Cyrus. I believe you. <laughs> I'm sure Ty can test him, testify to my my glorious internet connection yesterday. Trying to play Overwatch with him. Yeah, it exploded a few times, and I, I was wondering, like, if he set up like a. A bunch of microwaves in his apartment or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the ironic thing is, like Nintendo said, don't like put like things like wireless devices and like mobile phones near your fish tanks. <laughs> and then it's like, but please use the mobile phone app to use voice chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny, obviously that 
app doesn't exist yet. So no, no, nothing like that. Yeah. Okay, but you at least you got to see. You know, you you didn't play that at the Switch event, right? So no, first time you'd ever seen or played Splatoon two. Right, and you know, per default, it sets up with the um, the gyro controls and stuff, and you could you could change it if you want. And I, with with Splatoon on the Wii U, I I never played with gyro controls. I always played manually. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I, I would find that man, if I had gyro right there, I could have done a lot better. But I, I want to give put a little bit more time into it before I pass any judgment. It's, it seemed kind of weird, like every time when I started a match, like the the gyro camera thingy aiming thing would always be like pointed like straight down on top of my character's head. (laughs) And then I had to kind of like fiddle around with it. This is like when I'm holding a controller, like naturally kind of like, you know, right like this, like right ways up. And then I'd, Oh, okay. I guess I have to do this, you know, tilt it down. It's, it's kind of weird, but were you playing probably like, no, no, no. I was playing with the, um, the, uh, uh, the grip. Okay. So usually you press Y to reset the camera. But, yeah, and I, I, because I never really had to do that, you know, when I was controlling the camera completely myself, you know, um, but I was kind of starting to get used to that, and then I had to stop playing. So, okay. So, did you play? Well, Danny, I already talked about the uh, the party. Um, oh, sweet! Switch, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay. Yeah, we heard you were like in full Karen mode, just uh, showing yes. up people's parties. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, those guys, uh, guys. Can everyone start drinking? Uh, we're going to be playing some video games. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that was me. Hello. <laughs> good times. No, good times. Um. So is that is that okay, Dan? Is that uh, no? Th- that's good. That, that's pretty much all I had. So okay. So from that, we're going to move on to some Japanese. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> deal with it Um, so, Cyrus, I believe you're the only person who's played this game. On yeah. Wii U. So, uh, Fast RMX on Switch versus the Wii U is, uh, like, I, I have Fast RMX on, or Isn't whatever it's called. Fast called. Racing DX? Yeah, oh. Fast Racing Neo on the, Neo. on the Wii U. Game is cool. I haven't played a huge chunk of it, but it's a really good fast racing game. Like, you don't have F-Zero. <laughs> This is the best you're gonna yeah. get. It's it's pretty close. And you know, there, there was actually a game on the Wii, like original Wii. I remember downloading the demo of it, which uh, if anyone knows how fast painful that racing, was. Racing, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was called. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fast racing Neo, and then now fast racing yeah. remix. So yeah, I think this is like a digital foundry video of like the the comparison of like mm-hmm. the frame rates and everything. So basically, it runs in sixty at ten eighty on Switch, which is a for a game this fast, 60 frames per second is a massive boost to playing this. Yeah, and they, they, they analyzed all the different extra filters and effects that are added to the Switch version as well. I mean, some people say it's like the best looking game on the, the system at the moment. You know, well, 
you know, aside from Zelda, but you know, Honestly, Zelda like, has its uh, frame rate issues, doesn't it? Like fast, uh, fast racing Neo on the Wii U. I think that is still one of the best looking games on the Wii U, let alone yeah. on the Switch. So, right. like, it's it's this is a game that they knew they didn't have to do a ton of render work at any time, and they just made the game look amazing. It's and I believe the the patch to allow friend multiplayer has been added now because that just, wasn't at launch. Yeah, I think it's out like basically now. Probably by the time people are listening to this, yeah. <laughs> not live, it's out. Right, exactly. But yeah, I'm excited to play that on the Switch. Danny, yeah. have you got this? Danny, hello. No, I, I don't have it actually. <laughs> it's it's something I'm I'm wanting to kind of pick up. Um, yeah, it's again kind of like uh, <clears throat> since I have like my base accounts in Japan and use Japanese money. It's not on the Japanese shop yet, but maybe oh, I'll just. Huh. But, you know, like we talked about in the past episode and previously that if I wanted to get money on my American account, I could use my Japanese credit card on my American 3DS and add money to my money. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so, so Todd, you oh, weren't there. Oh, I see so, what you mean now. Because, like, the old systems, when I say old, I mean 3DS and Wii U. Right. They allow you to use any credit card, right? But yeah. for some reason on the Switch, they blocked credit cards from uh, the wrong region, right? And I haven't tried it myself just to confirm it but a lot of people are saying that online but yeah ty like what i could do is like because well, the wallets my... the wallets are finally shared across all systems yeah. now. and you have you have to enable it but once you do then yeah everything's shared um but that's kind of a weird thing to have out of the that's, switch that's, Danny, that's actually kind of genius i, I hope yeah. did you read that or did you figure that out yourself i just thought about that in my head i, I haven't tried it but it, i don't see why it wouldn't that's, that's a really good idea i mean people if they have yeah, if they have a whatever a console from that, a 3ds or Wii U from um, from the other region, that's a yeah. great way of adding it. Mm-hmm. Credit, good thinking. Yeah. Um, Box Boy, I mean, well, yeah, but uh, Sayonara Box Boy, Danny has it, hasn't played it. I yes. played the demo. It seems like more Box Boy. Yeah, it finally got a well, it's got a European release date, so it's it's in English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they really need to translate in this game. Well, like start, I think <laughs> is about is about it. Maybe like some of the menu type of stuff, but or the, the instruction oh, the whole but... scripts as well. Yeah. So, anyway, it's coming out. It's well, it's out now. <laughs> Past tense. It's come out in Europe. Um, but are we still waiting on an American launch? Seems weird. Possibly. Oh yeah. Reggie never usually drops a ball or things like that, does he? <laughs> never. <laughs> Never. Um, Ty, yes, you, you own Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, one of the few Nintendo games uh, made in the last few years that I actually do own. Um, <laughs> what, what were the What were the things wrong with it? Uh, a lot of things. Uh... Items, right? Items. You can only hold one item. Uh, I mean, that can be okay, but uh, well, let, let's just talk about the news for right this second. So I guess Mario Kart 8 is going to have, air quotes, new features. (laughs) The notes here have uh, a new hat, and I can only guess there's going to be, like, pink metal baby Waluigi or something. There is, like, gold Mario is unlockable, isn't he? God damn it, I knew it. (laughs) Gold Mario is, like, the ultimate unlockable. You You have to unlock everything to get him. Like, um... So... As far as I remember, 200 CC is now unlocked from the start. Yeah, that was a, that was a 
a kind of late addition That's to the, the original one. Yeah, that was a patch. Uh, and Ty, if you uh, can find the you know the AC adapter for your Wii U and plug it in again, um, I would highly recommend playing 200 CC because it is fucking balls hard. No thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know uh, Blake Pero. He's like an Irish streamer, and he does he plays Mario Kart and Smash Bros all the time. And his his 200 CC matches of Mario Kart are bonkers. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of new characters, but I wouldn't say any of them are new, new. They're just, like, returning characters. Oh, the Splatoon and, like, ones are pretty new. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, the Splatoon ones. Uh, I think they're literally just called boy and girl. Uh, well, <laughs> in weird. yeah, in English, it's, like, inkling boy, inkling girl. In Japanese, it's just boy. boy. Yeah, God, that's right. <laughs> it's like that, I think. Yeah, I think I'm remembering from the Switch event, yeah. Um, and there's the feather from the Super Nintendo one. Only available in battle mode. Is it? Yes. Huh. huh. And what Wait, what? what is only available the that Feather. Mode? Oh, okay. Huh. And the ghost yeah. as well. The ghost and the feather from uh, from the Super Nintendo original. Yeah, the feather disappeared after the Super Nintendo one. Right. And with this one too, you can use the feather to, you know, obviously jump, but you could also use it to steal uh, balloons, balloons from other yeah. characters, like other races and stuff. So. Wow, that's sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I I preferred to use it just to, uh, you know, hold up the match forever by jumping into it. Yeah, in the middle and like the beach in the beach yeah. one or something. Yeah, that's the right. best thing to do, man. And it's just like have a standoff for like five minutes <laughs> for like five hours. Yeah, what's up? I, I'll do it. <laughs> I got nothing but time here. Yeah, if, you've, if you've ever played a, a fighting game against me where I play a keep away character, you have no idea how patient I can be. <laughs> I will run that clock down. <laughs> Full disclosure: I have never owned a Mario Kart. Um, you suck. I, I played a ton of Mario Kart Wii in college, just because one of the guys in the house had it. But aside from that, I've never really played Mario Kart. Um, and then I played uh, a thousand hours of Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to get this Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. 100% getting it, though. It looks That's like a perfect Switch game. Right. And that's, yeah, we still don't know about the download play. That's the, I mean, Nintendo released an official overview video recently. I think that's what this news article is about. So you can read about all the, uh, no, you can watch the video and just find out all the new stuff, like the new Cops and Robbers uh, battle mode option. Uh, especially made for Thai. Riveting. I think, I think it starts like, eva- like it says like, uh, run away from auth- the authority or something. I think it's like authority versus something. <laughs> Bad guys or something like that. We'll just have to see how the English version pans out. I <laughs> hope it's that awkward. Authorities <laughs> versus uh, Bad guys. miscreants. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Near-do-wells. Yeah. Um, so the cops have got like these, the piranha plant item. That like you know boosts you forward and grabs people, and if you grab someone, they go into jail. And then the the the, the robbers have to like hit a switch to release the the cage to to free the people. And then I think after a while, then after like whatever three or four minutes, you switch roles. Yeah, that's pretty cute. Sounds that's like a custom yeah. game someone made in like a, in a game editor mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This seems like like. Uh... Gosh, I've never played it, but isn't there like um, 
a Counter Strike or a Half Life mod that plays like that? Cops and Robbers. Yeah, I know. Like in Halo, there was like the zombies mode where you have to like you have to free people and catch them, and they change sides and stuff. But I don't know. It's also a very popular Japanese uh, schoolyard game. Yes. Um, there you go. Game, isn't it? Um, yeah, while we're on Mario, just we had a question in the chat. Um, so who was it? Ben Perez. Sorry if I mispronounced that. He's asking, who is your favorite Mario enemy and why? Mario enemy? Yeah, Across who's your favorite enemy in Mario? That's that a fan. tough question. Bullet Bill, man. Is... Bullet Bill for life. Yeah. Kira. I like his aquatic cousin, Torpedo Ted. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Torpedo Ted's mind. He's such a... Kind oh, of the underwater one. Yeah, it's really... He's only in like one stage, right? In yeah. Mario World? A yeah. couple, I think, but yeah. Or yeah. Chain, Chain Chump and, uh, and and Thwomps. They're all like... They're they're my top three. I don't know which of those three. I like the mini Mecha Koopas from Mario World. Oh, yeah, those the are ones cool. that, the wind-up ones. I think this is like a secretly a really deep philosophical question. <laughs> it's going to end up saying like way more about me than I want it to he's he's doing a personality (laughs) profile on all of us right now great (laughs) so Ty's father doesn't love him okay right gosh Danny did you say anything yeah Torpedo Ted I think Torpedo Ted or also like um Renzor, the dinosaur. Oh, the dinosaur boss. one. That's good. Reznor, Trent Reznor. Reznor, yes. Reznor, or was it Renzor? <laughs> or was it, <laughs> it was Reznor. Yeah, it was Reznor. The mini boss. The mini boss one. The mini boss one. The Japanese. I think his name's like Buddha Buddha or something like that. All right. Like, well, anyway. the, uh, Torpedo Ted was my joke answer. I think my real answer is uh, gotta go with the bombs. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that's a that's a quality answer. Man, Bowser has the best weapons. Right. <laughs> Bob, I, none, none of you guys could spell it correctly if I remember from the quiz that I did. Uh, so, side note, uh, uh, Tyrion again. I think this is Luca. Is Luca called Tyrion? Luca, yeah, Luca is that's Luca too. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he says torpedo Ted's are only in Soda Lake, which is a secret t- stage. Boom, Ty, you're wrong. So chances are, are most sure? people never saw them outside the credits. Yeah, I, I thought it was in like a, a castle. No, I don't think so. I'll just I go with Luke on this. I want to double check that. What, where uh, is this including the special road? Was there a special road with torpedo Ted's? Okay, next. There's definitely a water stage. Do some research, Ty, right now, and come back with us. I will. Um, Danny, you want to get the next one? Um, Zelda. Sure. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so there's some uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild content coming to Monster Hunter Double Cross, which just released here in Japan on March 18th. Um, what do we got here? Just some kind of fun look, fun, ugly looking costumes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Breath of the Wild Zelda uh, Link costume. I mean, like Monster Hunter games, they tend to have a lot of like costumes and stuff. They've done Zelda stuff in the past as well, too. Oh yeah, like, as well, right? Double Cross is going balls to the wall on these guest crossovers. You can get like a Sailor Moon costume for your cat, your your cat assistants, the felines, and uh, like they just keep announcing more and more crossover like DLC packs or free DLC. Yeah, double crossovers. <laughs> yes. And- oh. With, with this too, this is, I mean, it's more than just costume stuff. There's actually like certain event quests that you can get from 7-Eleven Hotspots. Uh, it goes on between April 24th and May 31st. Um, yeah, so 
<laughs> maybe this stuff will come to America whenever Double Cross comes to North America and Europe under a different name. <laughs> <laughs> generations two or generations final unite yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <Great> unite. <laughs> generations G. Yeah. Um yeah, hopefully Japanese people will finally finally learn what double cross actually means. And it's not I, a good thing. <laughs> double cross was such a fantastic because the first game called Monster Hunter Cross, that's that's cool, whatever. Double cross is a really clever name. That's cool. I like it. Just calling it cross cross, that's a good idea. Cross two. Mm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but two cross two series. They are like pushing the crap out of this game. Like oh, yeah. I went into uh, into Shibuya the other day in in Tokyo and like it's the main it's one of those big trendy teenager areas like big shopping areas and a lot of Japanese like town areas have loudspeakers that play music in the shopping areas and uh I'm familiar in 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 Shibuya like in, I know in Hachioji near me and Shibuya has them anyway they just had the Monster Hunter theme song playing on loop on this main street and <laughs> like this it just every time it came on, it like made my head snap up because I'm like, where is that coming from? Because I've heard that theme song so much being played when I used to play Freedom Unite, mm. and uh, like Ugh. that's that's a lot of Monster Hunter theme songs being played 24 hours a day on that street. Yeah. Okay. Next, um, <laughs> media crate sales. Exciting. It's been a while. Let's see where Switch has been. So number ten, we do have a Switch game. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Danny, you have that. I do. Congratulations. Whoa. Thank you. <laughs> Number nine is Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3 Professional. I guess Professional is like an extra version of it. Right. And then we've got uh, PS4 Super Robot Wars game. Uh, Number seven, we've got a Switch game, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2, uh, with apparently the worst fame rate you'll ever see in your life. I don't know. Um, I played Hyrule Warriors on the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it's, it's funny, the abbreviation that they're using is NSW, so apparently it's not safe for work, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six is Superman R, uh, doing quite well there. And then we've got Nia, PS4, and then number four, we've got uh, Breath of the Wild on Wii U, uh, which is quite high for, you know, considering Japanese people don't really play Zelda that much. It's on the Wii U, which not many people have. And then number three, not safe for work, one to switch, um, 80,000. Crazy. And then we've got Horizon Zero Dawn, PS4. And then number one, we've got not safe for work, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, limited edition as well on the switch. That's almost 190,000. It's, it's crazy that like one, two switch is like half of Zelda. Cause like, I think I read somewhere in the States, like the GameSpot, GameSpot, GameStop uh, CEO was saying how this, the ratio was like almost one-to-one, like Switch mm-hmm. and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who bought a Switch bought Zelda. But in Japan, it's not like that. And that just makes me angry. And <laughs> like, what is wrong with Japanese people? It seriously? really is so odd how just Zelda just doesn't sell in Japan. Like it sells well, but why it doesn't sell to nearly what it does in America, I just don't get Danny, is uh, is Link, Link's um, like death sounds, which I'm sure you've heard a lot? Uh, are they like, are they the Japanese ones that from Ocarina, where it's like, no, like it's really it, Japanese. It's a little bit different, but you can you can especially hear the Japaneseiness 
with some of like the NPC characters when they're just doing like the little oh, grunts. Be- is it Beetle, the guy who's oh, in Beetle's Skyward Sword in the flying uh, shop thing? He goes like, hello, or something like that. It's really Japanese. Yeah, there's a lot of other things too. Just like, oh, man, I, fa- I met this carpenter guy and some of the things that they say like the little noises that they make are yeah. just like, whoa, this is, he's really Japanese. And <laughs> so even like, I think of those sounds for the, they, yeah, for the they don't change music. that, but you know, for like, obviously the main characters that are speaking that, you know, it's a full English and those sections, but if they are making little grunts or something, it might be kind of a Japanese sounding thing, but Link, <laughs> Link sounds fine. It's not like you can't really tell. It's just a guy grunting, you know, <laughs> basically. Back in the day, did you ever feel like, you know, when we were younger, <laughs> Did we ever feel like they were not English or weird sounding, like Link's sounds? Before I, I, I came, I, well, before yeah, I came to Japan, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that stuff. But afterwards, even noting, noticing like mannerisms and stuff, like in Majora's Mask, there's a section where Link does like a Japanese bow to somebody in the game. I was like, <laughs> whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you, once you've been to Japan, or you, you know a bit about Japanese culture. It, yeah, uh, Zelda. The whole world, Hyrule, seems so Japanese <laughs> suddenly. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But yeah, that beetle, I think it's called Beetle, the shopkeeper. Beetle. Yeah. Um, in Skyward Sword, because I was in Japan while I was playing it, and I was like, holy shit, this guy is, is like straight out of like a guy from Big Camera, you know, yeah. selling me stuff here. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, what do we got next? Anyone like Seeker of Mana? Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, 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 me. Okay. So, Ty, what's next? So, uh, let's see. They're re-releasing the trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second Densetsu trilogy. Yeah, now, this seems like a can of worms, because uh, the first one was a Game Boy game. <laughs> right. Right. Right? Released as Final Fantasy <laughs> something or other. At Legends. Legends. Oh. Legends. But, wait, Legends? Shit. Or was mm-hmm. it... a? Something else, because there's like another one on. No, I think you're right. I think it's Final yeah. Fantasy Adventure or Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy yeah, Legend. it was a Legends right. or Adventure. I don't remember. I have it. I have it right here. Oh, that was cute <laughs> for the video viewers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the first games I ever emulated on PC was Final Fantasy Legend. Yeah, I, I have a copy around here somewhere too. Uh, so there's that. There's the Secret of Mana, which everybody loves, yeah. and. Uh, then Seigen did Setsu 3, which is uh, perpetually snatched up by Gaijin visiting the super potato. Right? So I guess that would be Secret of Mana 2 if it was yeah. ever released. Right? So that's yeah. never been released in the West, right? Mm. Or did they sneak it out sometime? No, no, no. no it was, I think it has never been released. This is I think the there's, only a time. Fan, there's a fan patch. But right? I don't think there's an official one. Yeah, so it's... Uh, to me, it's always been like the 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 most sought after Japan exclusive on Super Nintendo. So it does look it, nice. Yeah. Wait, so what are they translating it to English or is it no? Just it's so far Japanese? Japan release only. They've no one else went for an English version of this. Okay. So well, three games on a cartridge um, on Switch as, for a slightly reduced price. I think. Yeah. Is that going to have online play though? Because. Uh, Secret of Mana is a three-player co-op. No, and, um, it is. And it's great. It's it's one of the best co-op games ever made. Real talk. It's coming, it's coming out on the 1st of June, by the way, in Japan. And it's only going to cost 4,800 yen, which is like, you know, a discount in yeah. price. It's like not full price. But um, 
Yeah, I can't see this coming out to the West, unfortunately. Like from the for the reasons that Ty said, you know, it's, the third one hasn't been translated. Um, lots of them have got different names. They're not they don't even have mana in the in the title in the first game in English. <laughs> so right, yeah, it does seem like a translation nightmare. So yeah, uh, it, it does say that they all include multiplayer. I'm not sure if it's online or not, but there was a leaked, uh, not leaked, or I don't know, like there was a little Twitter video a few days before it was officially announced of some guys playing, like they had a Joy-Con each and they were playing it on a TV, like multiplayer, but that was on the same console. It wasn't online, so who knows? You would hope they would do that, but this is, uh, this is on a Nintendo system and it's, uh, it's Square Enix, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, like it's such a, a great opportunity. That would be a system seller, real talk. Yeah. <laughs> if you can play online three-player co-op even yeah, if you have to use your damn phone for voice chat <laughs> fun fun fact secret of mana is like one of two japanese rpgs that i've completed the other Good one job. being pokemon blue <laughs> yeah. huh. did, you, did you play it on co-op so. or by yourself I, I played a lot of co-op yeah yeah um, it's fun a lot of co-op yeah uh yeah gotta grind the levels in the ice uh, forest right yeah, there's a good bug you can use. All right, yeah, um, let me tell you. You know how you have to pick up, a, like, a weapon orb to upgrade your weapons? Mm-hmm. You find them in chests and, like, key points in the game. Right. But, like, um, I'm not sure about the exact timing, but you can pick it up multiple times. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't know if it's frame-specific or, or not, but, like... Me and my co-op partners, we just pick up the chest, and you know, there's like a shake animation. The guy picks up the chest, right. shakes it up that and down, nice. plops it down, and then you get the orb. Then you have everybody on top of it mashing the button to pick it up again, and sometimes you could get it like two, three, four times. Shit. And you know, break the game. <laughs> and that's strats. Awesome. And so the last bit of news we've got you for you today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Cyrus, you take this before I throw up on my computer. <laughs> so, uh, recently, the Sonic Forces was shown its first gameplay video, which Uh-oh. is uh, the, like Sonic Generations 2. And this was one of the first games that was confirmed to have like a Switch release. It had like Nintendo Switch at the bottom of the first poster. Yeah, I broke the news in my uh, my NX video that I did at TGS, where I got all the, li- I got all the exclusives. Mm-hmm. It's good times. Get ahead of the game, Famicast. You did it. You did it. (laughs) Um, So Sonic Forces is, yeah, it's basically Sonic Generations 2, post-apocalyptic feel. Everyone loves that. Nintendo, take note. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. man, I'm biting my tongue here. (laughs) So all they've shown so far is if you played, like, uh, what was it, Sonic, the one where it turned into the werewolf. Sonic World Tour in Japanese, I think, or Sonic Adventure, World Adventure, I don't know. But it's got, like, the super fast, like, running directly behind Sonic sequences. And if so you've I ever played that Sonic game, game then. this gun is, like, they were ridiculously fast, though. They were just, like, they pushed it as fast as they could possibly go so you can still play it. And it was damn fun. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm a big fan of Sonic Generations. If they can just do that game again, I will be very happy. Man, watching that video, I mean, it's like you're just going through this level in a straight line. There's all this like really 
like detailed geometry going past it, which you, you'll never see again. It's just like <laughs> if, uh, if if they play it the same as the uh, Sonic Jet or that whatever I can't remember the world Sonic Unleashed. That's the one. Unleashed. In, oh, uh, the where, the where the yeah, in Sonic Unleashed, <laughs> those sections you do actually control where you can go. You can go. There's the it's like a branching path. So it, you, when you're going through it the first time, it is just a blur. If you play it again, you'll see where you can change directions and take alternate routes and stuff. Big deal, no one cares. But it's a good game, <laughs> trust me. Somebody, somebody <laughs> tweeted that like I think this was without trolling, without joking. Somebody like com- uh, combined uh, the picture of Sonic Forces and then underneath Mario Odyssey, and it was like <laughs> this Christmas will have two like three D platformers like which one will come out on top and i'm like is this a joke too <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you seriously asking that question and also it was brilliant how the uh the the artwork for sonic for, like the, the render that they were they're showing it was sonic standing in front of a massive pile of flaming garbage <laughs> i just thought <laughs> do, you, do you really want that like as the image sonic standing in front of the whole world on fire steaming pile of garbage on fire yep <laughs> brilliant so that's the news uh so are you are you seriously <laughs> gonna get that cyrus oh yeah man seriously sonic generations is actually one of my favorite like sonic games period it's super good like after hearing this i'm trying to see if i'm gonna buy it again on, on pc or something just to play it because it's really good i have that i have yet to play it I I, I I bought both the 3DS one and I think the Xbox copy of it because they were different. They had like different stages on both of them. Huh? It's uh, that good, yo! It's that good. I'll play it sometime. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, um, that's the end of the news. So now we're going to go into a special Famicast history segment. Um. So and yeah, and we're actually uh, asking people listening, if they want to join us for this uh, segment. But we're going to start off with a bit of uh, history here. So, uh, Danny, you uh, you compiled this list of all the the episodes that everyone's been on. Yes. Which is, which is uh, pretty cool, because uh, we may forget or blocked it from our memories. Yeah, um, and I can neither confirm nor deny that this list is 100% accurate. Uh, <laughs> but this, is, it, this, is, this is pretty cool, though. It's pretty close. So, apparently... Well, it doesn't include this episode, right? Right. So we, can add, we can add one onto everything. Right. So apparently I've been on 85 episodes? Yes. This chart that's, is ridiculous. That's surprising, actually. That's surprising. I can't believe I've only, I only missed 15. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, weird. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think total with maybe some of the, the, the uh, telethon stuff, if you add that stuff in, which I did, um, yeah, well, I think we're sitting at about like 107 "quote unquote" full. Oh, right, right. Yes, you know, episodes or whatever. Ones. And I think we actually episode 15 had two parts. That's right. Two. That, that, that <laughs> was so the technically 99 was the hundredth one, but oh well, yeah, we'll ignore, we'll ignore that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> didn't happen. So yeah, I think I missed a telethon one, and yeah, whatever. And Danny, you've been on 101. Okay, <laughs> 101 yeah. episodes. Good job. Yeah, including this one. Thank you very one. much. <laughs> <laughs> and then Matt Walker has been on 14. I think, yeah, we are, we're going to hear from Matt uh, yes. on this episode. 
and Dan, Nintendan, he was on 23. And Minoru was on 17. So Minoru actually beat uh, Matt. And then Tai, you've been, you've been on 79 episodes. Wow. Um, I've, al- I've almost caught up with you. And then <laughs> Tim. Who the hell's Tim? Tim, uh, no, Tim Collier. He was a friend of mine. He was on the show a couple of times back in 2013. Uh, like some special segments or something? No, he was he was kind of a member for, well, for a couple of months. Probably about <laughs> six months and then just, you know, maybe some things came up and stuff. Okay. So. And then Josh. I know, I know Josh. I've been on the, the, the Star Wars segment with him. He's been on four episodes. And then Cyrus, the newest regular member, I guess, uh, 36 episodes. Yeah, man. Well, shocked I've been on that many episodes. <laughs> to block those ones out. <laughs> so, I, I like how Danny's added, like the who's edited the most episodes. <laughs> it's just like rub it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have edited ninety-seven episodes of the Family Guys. I've only edited eleven. Um, for, for those of you like just listening or watching, like Danny's prepared this ridiculous chart that has like it lists. Amazing literally the name of every episode and who was on the show and like the date it was aired. This is crazy. This is cool. I like yeah. seeing all the, these episode names in one place. Like, <laughs> I just want to read my favorite ones off. Okay. okay. That's okay. We got Tanuki Onsen 3D. Uh, that was a good one. We have, uh, let's see. I just saw the Last it. Body Pillow. That's a pretty good yeah, one. Last Body Pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That has to involve Ty in some way. I'm pretty sure that was, yeah. Final Tomodachi. Yes. Zelda dies. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was you and me, man. I think we were talking about um, Hyrule Fake Warriors. spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> you just kept saying that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Final oh, we have J-Dubs as well. J-Dubs is on one episode, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Then I got kind of lazy after a while. We did have some a couple of other guests. Andrew Brown, uh, NWR oh. staffer from Australia, joined in one time. Um, oh, Seren as well. She was on Seren. Yeah, I think maybe one or two. Um, yeah. Don't it's call the me Inferno. That one. <laughs> that, that one speaks to me. Yeah. <laughs> Super Niku boys. Yes. <laughs> you know, I noticed James that mm-hmm. I, I think because like the third episode, it's called uh, Chibi Cast. And then uh-huh. I think oh, yeah. like maybe ten or twelve episodes later, I use that again without like a hyphen after cast or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I know you can see uh, Cyrus as I mentioned earlier, episode two, Shake Shake. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I was wondering how did you call up the name of that show like so quick? It was like, wow, encyclopedic knowledge of Famicast. No, no, no. It's that that sound effect is just always been in my mind. Yeah. Shake Shake. It's like the first thing everybody thinks of when they they recall Mischief Makers. I think also, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, title's Annual Gift Man Approaches, the Christmas episode. Right. <laughs> the Japanese version of Santa Claus. Um, the Me chat troll. is saying, that, uh, I remember when James left to study and Dan took over the show for a while. Dog like, I liked having Dan on the show. Would have been cool to have him back sometime. <laughs> Luca, <laughs> Luca saying Dan is one amazing guy. So. Yeah. Oh, Don, oh, Don, as in Don Goopman, right? Don, uh, I was going to say Dan. He's on the show. He's on That's right what now. I know. I was like, it's confusing. <laughs> Why is he spelling Danny with an A? Two A's. Don, yes. oh, Don, Don Koopman. Yeah. The Koopman. Koop, what's it? What, oh, as they call him, Kuso. Was it Don Kusoge Koopman? <laughs> they call him on our face. Hey, yeah. <laughs> he wades through it all so we don't have to. 
<laughs> Nagoshi meets punks, Danny. Yep. Talking about the time Nagoshi just like straight up ignored you. No, no, no. This is just when Minoru was ripping him a new new one because of like I think the Nintendo Direct that he did about Yakuza One and Two coming out on the Wii U, and he's looked like he's some kind of like wannabe Yakuza member or something. And Minoru this, was just this, kind of upset. Minoru about it. talking about Minoru. I mean, um, we're hopefully going to hear from Minoru on this episode. Oh yeah, audio listeners will for sure. Audio listeners. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, there's certain things that stick in my memory. Like, you know, we've done a hundred episodes now. But for some reason, <laughs> Minoru describing him him uh, playing, uh, is it Tokyo Jungle? Yeah. Like that, a PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation 3 game. And he's like, and he just, <laughs> like, I, I wake up in the morning and all I think about is, is I got to fuck a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I lost it for like 20 minutes after that. <laughs> I had to like mute my mic. I was like... <laughs> Just this like sweet, innocent Japanese dude talking about him, him as a chihuahua. He's like, gotta fuck a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Classic, Minoru. Yeah, they're saying in the chat, Minoru always had great stories. Ha 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 ha. I know. It was, it was amazing having an actual Japanese dude to like. So when we're talking about all this history, like the, fami- like the Famicom and Super Famicom, like. We actually actually had a Japanese dude who played the Famicom back in the day. To right. actually be... real authentic Japanese yeah. man. Yes, I took a Japanese ask him his opinion. Person. Like life in Japan with him just made so much more sense because you know <laughs> <laughs> he could actually call us out if we were talking out of our ass. <laughs> Most of the right. time, yes. Most of the time we were. Um. Uh, so yeah, the first episode was March eleventh, two thousand eleven. So yeah, like yeah, almost six years to the day um and we yeah we're going to play like the intro to that one in 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 a, in a minute um but it is it is funny listening to that um as uh, like a rfn supplement episode i think we described it <laughs> that's how it started off as because we didn't think that we'd do more than one episode because hmm. outgrew them eclipsed them some might say <laughs> we thought people would just hate us and it's like why we, why are we listen to guys in japan talking about japan stuff like no one cares but you know it turns <laughs> out people did so we kept doing it um so yeah so danny we should we uh queue up minoru's special message yeah let's let's do that right well, now let's let's hear from minoru i mean i haven't heard this so this should be interesting Hello listeners, this is Minoru. It's been a long time, so I'm not sure how many of you listeners remember me. If you are wondering who the hell is this guy, look at the title picture of the Famicast. You see several guys like Street Fighters. I'm the one depicted as the sumo wrestler Edmond Honda. In actuality, when I was a regular crew of this podcast, I used to teach English at some universities part-time. I remember after I retired, James once said I have a PhD in English or something like that. But actually, that's not true. Let me just correct it. I'm a linguist specializing in Japanese. During that time, I lived in my hometown, Tokyo, but last year I moved to Osaka where I became a faculty member of a graduate school on the Japanese language and culture. 
I also teach Japanese to international students. So, if you are interested in studying Japanese stuff at under or past graduate level with me, contact me. I guarantee you will never starve here in Japan if you are、uh, a native speaker of English. You know, we have many role models in this podcast. Anyways, I heard the Famicast reaching a big milestone, the 100th episode. That's really fantastic. Congratulations. I hope you Famicrews keep up the great work. And as long as you are doing so, you may use my Dropbox for recording and editing. Okay, I'm looking forward to listening to the memorial episode. Bye bye. Um, so, yeah, that was Minoru. <laughs> Sorry to the video viewers. Yeah, what did like, you guys think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what just happened? Yeah, that's right. So,、uh, from that, I think we can now listen to the,、uh, the, fir- the first part of the episode one. And then from that, we're going to go into a section with Matt Walker, who、yep. was、uh, actually one of the, you know, the original founding fathers. <laughs> of the,、uh, the Famicast. Right.、Uh, me, Danny, and Matt were the, you know, the first、uh, Japan correspondents and, on NWR. So, and we weren't the first ever, but we were the first, I don't know, regular Japan correspondents, I guess. You guys were there before me. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, let's、uh, listen to that and then we'll go in and、uh, hear in from Matt Walker. To a special supplementary episode of RFN called The Famicast, featuring the entire Japan crew. I am James Charlton, and with me is、uh, Mr. Matthew Walker. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. And our newest member, Mr. Daniel Bivens. Hello, Danny. Hello. How's it going, guys? Going great. Pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Life is good. Been playing 3DS, so. Yeah. So, you guys have both got 3DSs. I don't.、Um, hopefully, if you've been reading the site, you'll be aware of that.、Um, so, we're just going to get straight into it. We're going to have a pretty similar structure to RFN, basically, rip off their idea.、Uh, we're going to have new business, which is going to be obviously 3DS orientated. And then we're going to have some Japan related news and a little feature and even a competition where you can win some cool stuff from Japan. How's that sound?
right, and we're back with Matt. He's actually had some time to join us. And uh, Matt, how are you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Can't complain. Pretty good. It's been a all while. Right. Yeah, it's been way too long. I'm sorry if, if I didn't have, you know, a kid to worry about all the time and I didn't have to podcast from underneath the blanket in the bedroom, then <laughs> <laughs> I would be joining you guys more. If I remember correctly, like one of the like single digit Famicast episodes, you used to like record from a cafe. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Good call. So that's an internet cafe or just a regular ass cafe? It was just a regular cafe. It was in when <laughs> I was great. in Ikebukuro. Uh, way back in the day. Yeah. And I can't remember why I would go to the cafe because I'm pretty sure, oh, it didn't really want to bother my wife. That's what it was. I wanted my wife to, you know, be able to play Dragon Quest or whatever and and not being a big deal. So yeah, that would have been like some great background music. Oh, and the other thing was I didn't have internet at the time. That's what it was. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there were in the, in the feedback and like in the, the forums, there was like a couple of guys saying, you know, too much background noise, <laughs> and yeah. and some other guys saying like, I like the atmosphere that it added. So you know, you, oh, okay. you can never well, win nice. with these guys. Can you? <laughs> well, hey, I'm glad I'm glad that at least somebody liked it. And I apologize to the other guys for you know having too much background noise. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think in the early episodes, like all our podcasts had background noise because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Right, <laughs> there, there there were issues. That's for sure. But hey, I, I might say be, we still don't know what we're doing, but you know. Well, I can neither confirm nor deny that, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, I think you guys have leveled up. You're doing good. Well, like probably Makes level sense. six by now. Great. Yeah. So, so did, did you, have you ever like gone back and listened to episode one? I actually just did that right before listening, uh, before, right before recording this. And it was me, uh, obviously hosting and saying, um, I think I said something like it's the, Welcome to the like complimentary episode to Radio Free Nintendo, like the Famicast, and it was you two, and you yep. guys were talking about your how you got your 3ds's, and I didn't, and here we are six years later, and you, you guys are about to talk about how you got your switches, and I didn't. <laughs> right. The more things change, the more things stay the same. There, James. Exactly. So you you, you still playing the 3ds's that you got six years ago? Oh, pretty much like to the day, right? It's like March. No, in Japan, February twenty. Oh, the earthquake, wasn't it? But yeah, episode. Yeah, the first episode came out on March eleventh, same day as the freaking earthquake. Yeah, right. So you must have got your three DSs like a week before that, two weeks before that. Basically, yeah. Crazy. Are you still, Danny, you still got your 3DS, right? The oh, I, I haven't got rid of any of my 3DSs. I, I have four. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> to one American region and three Japanese. Uh, bite me, Charlton. <laughs> um, the first the first one did you get, did you get the black one or the blue one? I got the aqua blue because There's that a- was, yeah, that was the last one they had. Like I, okay. I went into the shop and... They, they, I couldn't do pre-orders, pre-orders in my local area, and they just said like, "Yeah, you got to come in early, early in the morning." And I, I came in, and I was like the fortieth person, the last person that was able to pick one up. And they're like, "Yeah, this is the color you get, dude." I'm like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, Mike, you still got your launch one? Was it a black one? I don't have it anymore. It was a black one, and uh, I, that, I remember my wife got in line for me actually and picked it up for me. Came if I had to work that morning or something. Oh, but is, for some is, reason, is there a sad story behind? Is did you lose that one? Is that or broke it? Yeah. Or? 
you know, not so that one I didn't lose. But what happened was, so I've had several 3DSs as well. <laughs> I, got, I originally got the black one, and then I wanted to get an XL. So I got one of those white XLs, but in order to get that, I sold my black one. Right. And then I you got lost everything. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly, I ended up when uh, the uh, the new 3DS came out. Mm-hmm. I sold that and got the new 3DS. But yeah, then I ended up losing that uh, when I went on a business trip to China one time. And Were you yes, transferring was... all your data across each time? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I transferred. Yep. So I had, I had all, carried over all my stuff, all my safe stuff, all my street passes, and everything. And then, yep, I lost my 3ds. And then, so that was right as they had announced the Super Famicom 3ds XL. Hmm. And I thought to myself, well, if I'm going to get a new one, I want to get that one. So I ordered that, but it didn't come out. It, like you could order it back. It was like in February or March or something, but you couldn't. You, it wasn't actually being shipped until August. So for months. <laughs> For months, I'm looking into solutions as to whether or not I'd actually be able to get all my digital games back. And what ended up happening was, luckily, uh, I called Nintendo, and eventually they did actually let me do that. So I was uh, really thankful for that. I think we talked about we talked about that on the Famicast on your behalf because it was just such an amazing thing that you know a white guy managed to call up NCL and get all these games back in a you know in a country that you know traditionally does not. <laughs> really give you right. your money back or really do anything to help you in that kind of regard right yeah yeah you guys did a great a great episode where you please understand about that right yeah please understand where you're talking about all the different uh kind of experiences the customer service experiences you that we've had in japan that was that was a great i really enjoyed that episode i was i was to shocked when you said they were going to do it I, was, I think you were literally the first white guy to ever do that <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. It was it was interesting because I God, looked online for months. I'm looking online for like any different kind of uh, example I can find where somebody was able to do that. And everything I saw, you know, on all these like Yahoo forums and stuff, Japanese people saying that like, yeah, once once that happens, you're just kind of SOL. You can't really get all your stuff back. And so I was I was really despairing, but I figured I'd try. And so I called them. And yeah, luckily, I had to argue a little bit, but they're like, yeah, okay, fine, we'll give you all your stuff back. So. <laughs> Thank God I think, I that's, got all my I think that's the key point. You you didn't give up. I mean, I think right. Japanese people would tend more tend to just um, you know, say shogunai, you know, that's life, and uh, give up. Quite right? possibly, <laughs> quite possibly, unless unless they're from Osaka, maybe maybe if people from Osaka <laughs> would be uh, right. a little more hardcore. And be like, what are you talking about? You're, of course, you're going to give my games back. I spent money on this. <laughs> you would know about yeah. that. Now you're in, you're now you're an Osaka boy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, people over here uh, aren't aren't afraid to you know argue for their rights so that's good danny what's a like a good like analogy for that like uh osaka people are like what in america like new yorkers or something every american Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's an interesting point that's an interesting point a lot of a lot of people from the west tend to say that when they come to japan (laughs) you know they like osaka better because it is a little more you know kind of like the west yeah it's a i remember the first time i went to osaka like almost geez almost 10 years ago it was it was such a different feel from up here in this region and stuff around tokyo um just people were more i mean i was i didn't know hardly any japanese i was with a german friend (laughs) i mean like we're just wandering around osaka kind of lost the whole time but you know even at times people just randomly come up to us and ask hey man you guys need some help like no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, cool. but it was just so. I was just kind of taken aback. It was just so strange because in Tokyo, everyone just ignores you, and 
Sure. That's it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I still I still got those three DSs. I still got I had the I had an American one and uh the Japanese one, the last Japanese one I got the Super Famicom one. And uh up until the day the switch came out, every single day I would do the badge center on both of my three DSs. And then the wow. day that I got my switch, <laughs> since then I, I have not opened up either of my three DSs once. <laughs> I deleted that app a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that you both both you guys ended up buying other region 3DSs. I ne- I actually never ended up doing that. I mean, I I think I won my third or possibly fourth uh, 3DS, but um, like but they're all Japanese. Yeah, they're all Japanese. I mean, the first one Danny got for me, and that was like just like a week before the uh, the ambassador program was about to right. end. So, so I they, to, right, yeah, exactly. They they were you can find them cheaper at the time. Basically, right. for so it was that second hand, right? Yeah, second hand. But I mean, it's Japan second hand stuff, so it's in pretty freaking good shape. Right. So right. I managed to get like a pretty much brand new one for the reduced price, and then still get all the ambassador games. Oh, that's great! And then, good for you. And then, yeah, actually, same as you, Matt. I actually got a a, a white XL because I thought that looked nice. like the sleekest, the nicest one. And then I, I had that for a, yeah, I had that for a good long while, and then. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but my father-in-law actually won a 3DS. Like, um, cool. I can't remember. I think it maybe it had been a blue one, and you know, I had no interest in in keeping it. I already had one. It was like, what's the point of having two Japanese 3DSs? So I ended up selling my uh, white one and then his blue one that he'd won, and I and the combined sale price, I managed to buy a, a new 3DS. Um, nice. For almost for almost no money, you know, like just uh, nice. using the money I got from that. So yeah, I'm still on my uh, black or dark gray, I guess it is the new XL. So okay. I never had the the girly uh, face face plates like you. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I loved that uh, the smaller uh, 3ds new 3ds because Super of those face one, plates, right? you know. Yeah. Um, no, I have the the Super Famicom one. I have that's a that's an XL. Right. Oh, right. Nice. So, nice. Okay. yeah. So that one, you know, you can't change the face plates on, but I love it. It's got the it change. It's got the, the colored buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And actually, come to think of it, you're right. That's actually that's the main reason that I got the small new 3ds originally was because I wanted the colored buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. I managed to resist. Nice. Nice. You have more willpower than I do, my friend. <laughs> nice. And Danny, you said you're on your force. Yeah, yes. but it's, I, like I said, you, I still you have, have all four. I still have all four. And, you know, even though nice. I did end up getting a North American one, like I haven't played it hardly at all. <laughs> I mean, primarily this whole past generation, it's all been like Japanese stuff. And that's where yeah. I've been sinking my money because it's easier. I can just buy stuff locally with local cash. Yep, yep, right. yep. Um, Same here. Same just here. A, yeah, just a convenience thing. So, Same here. Actually, I actually got my American one only because uh a link between worlds came out you know like i don't know like a month or a couple of weeks earlier <laughs> in the states than in japan yes so the only reason i got that was so that i could play link between worlds like you know a week before i could in japan right. oh, man. That, and matt that that's exactly the same reason i did it i bought it because that came out nice. in like november in the u.s and yeah. i bought the, the the american version in like august I, I just had a bug up my ass and i got like fire emblem awakening and i was like i'll get zelda when it comes out and i did and I haven't completed either game. And then I, <laughs> I also went on to get a Link's, or I'm sorry, a uh, uh, Link Between Worlds, the, three, the new 3DS, <laughs> or I'm sorry, the 3DS LL here, 
with a digital copy of the Japanese version. I haven't beat either version. <laughs> Actually, Matt, I, I was talking to Danny earlier. Um, unfortunately, Danny's got two digital versions of Link Between Worlds. I was, right, I was right. hoping to like buy one of them off him. I still haven't actually played that game. Um, so I was thinking about like getting that, you know, to play that in the interim, you know, before I get my nice. Switch. Nice. What, I, do, I, what do you I think? Is this still it. worth playing? Oh, I think so. I, that's, that's easily, I'd say, it's probably my favorite 2D Zelda game now. Um, nice. It's, I mean, so for me, my favorite game was always A Link to the Past, right? But mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. this came out, and I think this, this, makes it's kind of the same game but at the same time it's you know it's remixed and it's different and it's a sequel uh, but they just they do some amazing things with it that that just make like the freedom you get that you can do the dungeons in any order and that kind of thing uh, is it not too really, easy i mean it's a, it's a zelda game so you know once once you kind of get good enough at zelda games aside from breath of the wild you can kind <laughs> right. of <laughs> you can kind of get through without dying for the most part. Although I think A Link Between Worlds uh, was a little harder in that regard. It was it was easier to get killed uh, than you know in other Zelda games, anyways. But I mean, if you can get the game, especially for cheap, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, that's and probably I'll cheapest chips now. That'd be great. That'd be great. I hope it is. It's going to be interesting to see if Danny actually beats Breath of the Wild before those games. Then that would be fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> about that too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I guess yeah. moving on to Switch-related matters. So, Matt, you have a Switch, and unfortunately, right now on the podcast, I'm the only one that has it. Uh, <laughs> the other jokers can't be bothered. I mean, Ty's Ty, so it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm sure Ty, Ty is waiting for Street Fighter Two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that and pray and hope that's true it probably isn't but anyways um so matt like do you have any cool launch stories or anything like that launch stories uh I'm more story singular well, so i I, <laughs> I uh so i lined up outside for it uh nice. the day that the reservations went on sale mm-hmm. or the reservations went up um you know I knew, I knew people that were like oh i'm just gonna stay at home and look on amazon and you know there's always there's always the possibility that's gonna work out but in japan you never know right so right. Uh, just to be safe, the the safest thing you can do in Japan is to get up early and go line up to to reserve it. So, the day that reservations went uh went up, I was so excited that I I got up at five thirty a.m. <laughs> and my my wife's over here chuckling because Mary Switchman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I, and I yeah I went to Big Camera and I just waited outside for two and a half three hours something like that got my reservation and so when i went there i was the 10th i was the ninth person in line okay. and then i i wanted to uh, go use the restroom and get some food so i went over to mcdonald's came back and one more person had got in line so <laughs> i was the 10th person in line hmm. uh and then the day that they actually went on sale uh i had joked around with my boss saying oh yeah i'm gonna you know apologies if i come in late that day and i was like you better not come in late so <laughs> it, my my kind of hope to go pick up the uh switch before work was kind of stimmied at that point so hmm. what you have to uh, do is march 2nd you have to leave the office going <coughs> man yeah. really coming down yeah, with something it's not about doing that but i think my uh i guess my business ethic got the best of me so I ah. not doing that. <laughs> and so i'm you know I, all day at work i'm like oh, i can't wait to go pick this up and uh I had ordered Zelda from the Nintendo store. So, oh, the online yeah. one? 
Yeah, yeah, the online, I think they call it like My Nintendo, My Nintendo store. store. Yeah, right. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, so, Godzilla runs it. <laughs> yeah, 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 with the Godzilla meme, exactly. That was, God, that was a fascinating day when that went up and we had all those. <laughs> oh. Actually, I have another story for that too. For Zelda, mm-hmm. um, so because I wanted to get the, the D edition with the Master Sword, the Master oh. Edition, <laughs> yeah. you could only. You could of only course, get you would that. get that one. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Like, <laughs> I only buy a couple games a year, but like, uh, yeah, of course I'm gonna spend $150 on that on the expensive version of Zelda, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I did that, and so you could only get that Master Sword from this My Nintendo store in Japan, right? And, you know, oh, really? they had put up some, yeah, and they had put up something saying that, uh, okay, on Monday, like, they're we're going to uh, start reservations, and so of course you know the big meme that happened that day was everybody tried to get on that store and because nintendo wasn't ready for it you know it, there was this this air screen with this cute little godzilla right for most people <laughs> so i ended up downloading a macro for chrome that would that would refresh the page and then stop refreshing and give me a pop-up to let me know when the page changed oh <laughs> so you, you, you programmed up, that yourself no no i found i found it in the chrome okay. web store and so thanks to that, basically it just kept refreshing until it finally got the, until I finally got a page that I could order the thing on. And so I just kept doing that. And eventually I was able to order Zelda. <laughs> wow. So how, how much was it in yen? God, you know, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I just, I, I'm sure it was like. That said, I, know, yeah, I think it's like just a blast. It was probably some more, you know, maybe the equivalent of like 150 bucks or so is, is what I remember. Something to that effect. So it is quite big. I mean, I just had John Lindemann on, um, RFN talk about how he got two big boxes from Amazon and there was one slightly larger and he assumed that was the switch and that was actually the <laughs> Zelda <laughs> no, <laughs> bigger than great. the switch box. Yeah. Is it that big? Is it, is that master oh, sword it? ginormous? It's big. I, I, I don't think that the master sword itself is bigger than the switch box, mm-hmm. but it is huge. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have it, I have it, of course I have it on my desk at work now. Oh, you had to. Yeah, I was going to say, is it in your apartment? You know, taking up the half of your living room. Nah, nah, next to the pictures of your family and stuff. (laughs) I get so like the the one the one franchise that I get like any kind of merchandise for is Zelda, and so and I try not to get too much stuff because you know for the most part it's just a bunch of knickknacks, right? So, but the stuff that I do get is like the books, you know, like the 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 Mm. Hyrule uh, Encyclopedia is one that just came out, and then like the the arts and artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get the books and then amiibos and I got this. I don't have too many. I don't have too many amiibos. I just have a couple. I just wanted to get the eight bit link one and uh, mm-hmm. Wind Waker link because those are my nice. favorite designs. So I had those. Um, and then actually, this this version of Breath of the Wild came with one. So now I technically have three Zelda amiibo. Mm. Oh really? But which yeah. which amiibo came with that one? Uh, it's one. It's he's got like a hood and he's on a horse. Oh, okay. So it's some kind of horse-related stuff you get with uh, that. You know, uh, <laughs> you haven't used that. No, actually, no. Actually, I have used it. We have a whole <laughs> thing at work um, where I brought in my amiibo one day, and we we realized, oh, every single day we can scan the amiibos and get drops. And so now, a bunch of us at work have brought in our amiibos and bought amiibos so that we can every day <laughs> we can all up. kind of share the the amiibos and because you know you it's not limited to one switch Everybody I, I think it. i saw one a uh, bunch of the eight four guys doing that in like an izakaya nice. they'd, they'd lined up like all 15 zelda amiibos did, did oh, you guys nice, know nice. that there were 15 zelda amiibos I think I'd I'd seen that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy 
yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot because you know they had what they had Wind Waker Link and then like you know oh, there's the Smash Princess Brothers Link ones, yep. yeah. Yeah, for Smash Brothers, and they had Zelda and Sheik and Ganon, right? Mm-hmm. On Toon Link, then, yeah. Yep, and Toon Link. Uh, and then they came out with uh, a whole series of them for the 30th anniversary, right? Like, mm-hmm. basically a couple for, like, each game for the most part. Yeah, it was Toon uh, Zelda, Toon, another Toon Link, and then, yeah, the one that you got, the 8-bit one. Yep, the 8-bit one, and then a couple N64 ones, I think, a couple yeah. Ocarina Oh, yeah, ones. Ocarina one, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the Wind Waker one, and then these new Breath of the Wild ones, that massive right. Guardian one. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's like yeah. six amiibos in one. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, right? And then uh, also the Twilight Princess HD came with Midnight. Oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Do, does anyone have that that one? Yes. Danny, I unfortunately don't. That's uh, me, I, and it's the boy. Well, yeah, Wolf Link. Midna on top. Yeah, man. I, cause I got last those? year. Of course, I haven't used it. I haven't even opened it up. I haven't even played uh, Twilight Princess <laughs> HD. <laughs> oh, man. I was I actually played... wondering what happens if, if you, like you, if you've never played the game, but you've got the Amiibo, what happens if you touch it? Do you get like a really weak wolf or nothing? Or... Probably good question. a really weak wolf. Good question. It's like a yeah, limp, thought... limping, half dead wolf. <laughs> He's a zombie. Yeah, I thought to do that, you had to go through that trial thing in Twilight Princess, but maybe not. I don't know. I think it's for him to be if you if you want him to be like as strong as possible. Again, listeners out there, feel free to call us out on bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, let us let us know what do you get if you haven't even played the game like Danny. Right. Do you get <laughs> is it worth Danny opening the box? <laughs> the box is. It's just the I can't putting the disc in the Wii U is just too much problems. <laughs> it can't be discs. Man, can't so be. so 2016, right? <laughs> exactly, you get it. So, so Matt, so obviously you got Zelda. So how have you been enjoying it? Like how long have you played up to this point? I, lo- I love it. It's, it's easily my favorite game that I've ever played now. What? Um, is it played? Overtaken, has it overtaken Link to the Past? Is he your favorite yes. Zelda? Yes. Yes, it yes. And, and a big portion of that, it's interesting because, you know, one thing that I've always really respected and loved about the original Legend of Zelda was that sense of kind of adventure and that you could kind of go anywhere and kind of do things in any order you wanted. And of course, you know, this is the same kind of thing. Breath of the Wild is the same kind of thing. Uh, and it's, it's really faithful to that concept. And I'm sure, James, that you've you've read about how... Mm-hmm. It, the the element of freedom that's added because you can climb anything is like revolutionary you know except if it's raining yeah well yeah that can be kind of pain (laughs) yeah exactly if it's raining then yeah he slips and uh that can get kind of frustrating when you're like oh i'm gonna go do this thing and then it starts raining like i can't climb now what am i gonna do but it's it's an amazing game it is incredible I've I've had discussions with people uh, who were like, "Oh, it's not it's not a ten, it's not perfect," and I mean, I, I feel like, well, okay, I don't know that you can say that there is a perfect game, but mm-hmm. if if that's the case, if you can say if you if you can admit that, well, there's no such thing as a perfect game, then you know what's the reason for having a ten on the scale, except for to say, you know, this is the right. best thing that you can get, and I think Breath of the Wild is definitely the best game that I've ever played. Well, most um, outlets say masterpiece, don't they? For ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They don't say perfect. Because I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think any any website says ten out of ten perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And good call. Th- and there was that PlayStation game, um, 
Zero Horizon Zero Dawn, which came out like yeah, you know, two weeks before, a week before Zelda, and um, Horizon actually came out the same week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, there's, there's be, there was some debate about you know which one is better or something like that. But I think that debate quickly stopped once Zelda actually came out, and everyone was started playing it because I don't hear anyone talking about Horizon anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, it sounds like Horizon has some really great battle mechanics, and of course, it's 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 you know it's a graphic marvel right in that sense yeah i think but i think that's zelda it. zelda can certainly hold its own in the, because nintendo when when they're smart and they usually are about uh when they make graphics for the games then they don't focus on trying to make something that's incredibly realistic that they, they focus on something that is artistically pleasing mm-hmm. right and right. It, the art styles in Breath of the Wild is just—it's amazing. It's—it's it's breathtaking, you know. And you see people posting pictures on social media and stuff of just, you know, vistas, because that's how attractive the game is. Right. Which is why Wind Waker still looks good, but God of War yeah. Two doesn't look so good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're right on the money. Danny, how about you? How many hours are you in? I think so as 30 of, minutes. <laughs> yes, no, as of yesterday, something like 30 plus hours or so. Wow. Um, nice. Nice. So, nice. so about somewhere around half of what I've played up. Like <laughs> some hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but how many shrines have you done? Do you know that? Or yes. Offhand? Um, I've done about 25 and Matt has okay. done considerably more than me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, again, I've done about double, double. I've done about 60, I think 66 or something right now. Okay. Wow. And I think there is over 120, right? Or 110, somewhere around there. Right. Yeah. That's what I've seen too. It's like, it's supposed to, yeah, maybe 120 so, or so. So even Matt at 60 hours, he's not even like halfway through the shrines yeah. yet. <laughs> that's right, crazy. All the shrines, right. And I mean, the shrines are all optimal, right? Like aside right. from the first couple. Right. And I mean, it depends on kind of how, what your attack is on the game as well. Like, what are you focusing on? If you want to go hardcore, you know, for shrines, I mean, if I was just only looking for shrines in these past 30 hours, I can probably have the same amount as Matt, maybe, yep. depending on yep. which ones I hit and how much time they took per shrine. But, you yep, know, I mean, totally. there are some like cool, like NPCs you'll run into some cool quests that you'll just tackle. Cause you're like, okay, sounds cool. And then sometimes they just keep going deeper and deeper just like the same characters and you're like, okay, I'm going to continue doing stuff to see if, what's going to happen here. And, um, so it, this, by the way, this game is, it's really hard to avoid like spoilers when you're on Twitter, like every day. Cause you know, so many people yeah. are talking about it. I mean, I'm trying my best, but like, you know, people are just posting gifts and pictures of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I've probably seen more than I want to, but you know, I don't think I've had too much spoiled for me, but um, from the advice that I see time and time again, is that, um, you shouldn't really use fast travel because you kind of you miss so much. And I thought that was kind of interesting. It's better to just walk somewhere or ride somewhere because you're more likely to bump into stuff and other things to see and do on the way, rather than just you know teleport everywhere and then miss things that you might not have seen the first time. And that to me is, is really exciting. You know, there's no doubt it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. And you know, we're uh, Danny and I are going to try our best to talk about it without spoiling anything for you, uh, but. I think those articles that that are saying that, I mean, you know, you, everybody's going to be able to play the game however they want. And I think right. fast travel is going to make sense if, you know, you have a specific goal in mind that you want to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, what those articles are getting at are, is if if you are want to go somewhere, 
and you don't fast travel, there's such a high chance. There's so much in this game. There's such a high chance that you're going to get sidetracked on the way there. You're going to find something. And I actually had, we'll have to come back and maybe talk about this in more detail later, you know, once, uh, once you've played the game and once, you know, people can talk about spoilers, but I had an amazing experience yesterday where I was looking for something and I could not find it. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to give up on looking on this, looking for this for now. And, uh, and I was like, but, uh, I saw like a shrine over there. So I'm going to go over to the shrine. So I went over the shrine and then I found this other thing that I had been looking for. <laughs> and then thanks to that, I found another thing that I had been looking for. So in the end, I, I hadn't found the original thing I was looking for, but I happened <laughs> to find a couple of things that I had been looking for just, you know, because I happened to explore a little bit. It's like when you lose your keys and you're looking, you know, down the back of the sofa and you find, uh, you know, 500 yen coin. And you're like, wasn't looking for this, but I'll have that. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it's like, man. <laughs> right, Danny? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I only keep, I only keep, you know, ten thousand yen bills in my house. In my wallet, <laughs> right. so, yeah. <laughs> Poor folks, just stay away from me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think yeah, it 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 depends on maybe your play style. I mean, like if I'm super, super focused, I'm like, I need, but need, I'm playing a video game here, (laughs) but you know, I really, I really want to find this particular thing. You know, I will try to keep razor focused because I know the rabbit holes you can go down and it's just going to (laughs) keep, you're just going to keep going deeper and deeper and until you kind of forgot what you were actually doing in the first place. So yeah, are you, are you guys, um, completionist i mean i'm i'm matt you're probably more of a completionist than danny of course um, yeah, yeah. are you like a are you a hundred percenter kind of guy i usually am yeah um although i, I don't think i'm gonna try to get all the korok seeds since they're supposed to be 900 i was yeah, i was gonna ask wow. you about that because like wow. you know for lots of games like when you search on youtube you know speed runs you'll have you know speed run any percent or speed run 100 percent, right and like i just cannot even imagine how long in time in hours how long a zelda breath of the wild 100 percent run how long would that be i mean no oh, man i just can't even imagine <laughs> I mean, are there any um, games that i mean for games like skyrim or whatever do people do 100 percent runs of those games like you know those kind of massive massive games that take you know hundreds of hours good question yeah, I can't really, yeah, it just boggles the mind. <laughs> All right, I'm sure there's somebody, but I, I, I actually love, I love that they have these kind of any percent runs of, you know, especially classic games. Like one of my my favorite, I mean, I've talked, uh, spoken about this before, but one of my favorite glitches ever is there's this glitch that they found recently in the last couple of years in the original Legend of Zelda and the Famicom disk system version of it where you can you can enter in like these kind of names as your inner save files that, that all kind of look like gibberish but mm-hmm. then you play the game and you can basically do this bug where you can warp to the last screen <laughs> amazing it's amazing yeah it's amazing uh because it, it you know it utilizes uh basically a buffer overflow uh in the way that the uh game tries to load sprites uh, uh, okay. when you use the flute in, in the original Legend of Zelda, and you can get it to basically load more sprites than it should have, and because of that, then you can actually uh, execute arbitrary code that'll that 
you know, when do you do it right, will very specifically take you to the last room. It's the coolest there's, thing. And so there's one folk arena of time like that, isn't there? Like a certain item yeah. in a certain way, it overloads the buffering and you just get warped to like outside Ganon's, uh, you're like, well, Ganon's already been defeated or something like that. It's yeah. like yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can do stuff like that. So, and it's going to be fun to see just how fast people can be breath of the wild because we've already seen there's someone that's beat, beaten the game in less than an hour now. Right. Right. And what I like too, Matt, like, uh, you know, the, the development team has went on to say like, you know, Hey, there's really no cheap way to, to do this, to do anything in the game. It's like they, they didn't make it. So there's only one way to do things. It's like, you can get through puzzles, enemies, however you want. I mean, if you want, if you want to climb something, you could, you know, where like I was playing Xenoblade Chronicles X um, on the Wii U and sometimes climbing up mountains, I felt kind of like I was cheating because I'd be like running on a 90 degree wall or something and somehow not <laughs> falling off. But like right. with Zelda, it's like, if you could find a way to kind of fudge the system, it's like the developers like, yeah, dude, we're, we're totally for that. We want players to try to, you know, do everything that they possibly can to give themselves an advantage. We don't care. I mean, so, right. if, so Matt, I got to ask you, if you're not going to be able to hundred percent this game, what, how are you going to be satisfied? How are you going to say, okay, I am done with this game or like I've so completed probably, this game. I'm probably going to, so I've, I've done all the main, I just literally just before we started, I did, I finished up the rest of like the main quests aside from actually beating the last boss. Mm-hmm. So I think now what I'm going to do is maybe sometime this weekend, I'll go ahead and beat the last boss just so that at that point, like I've eventually, seen everything and i don't have to worry about spoilers mm-hmm. uh and then i'm gonna go through and i'll I'll try to do i'll try to find i'm not gonna try to find uh all of the shrines on my own because i don't think i'm gonna be able to find 120 shrines like that's just <laughs> like i found like 60 some i doubt that i'm gonna be able to find 120 so i'll probably try to all find all the shrines i can without looking anything up and i'll i'll do all the side quests on my own Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually I'll probably look up where all the rest of the shrines are and get those. And then I'll have considered, you know, the game beaten, but then <laughs> I'll probably, I'll probably play through it again after that. Mm. Uh, just cause I think it'd be fun to kind of see like, okay, can I speed run the game myself for instance? And you know, if so, you know, how well can I do? You're not even going to attempt the Korok seeds. No, oh god, no. <laughs> Nine nine hundred. No, 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 no. Yeah, that that for me, like with those, it's like if I come across it, great. I'm never actively looking. It's just, yeah. just how it is. You don't actually get anything interesting for doing that, do you? Should no, we even it, well, say? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you consider it a spoiler or not. I mean, if you get all nine hundred, there's something that you get, but it's uh, actually it's I kind have, of a, okay. I have no idea, actually. I mean, I'm just thinking like what you, you can. <laughs> Yes, what you can do with the Korok seeds, like a little bit at a time, right? Like it's not that big of a deal. Ah, yeah, yeah. But it's still helpful. Yeah. It's definitely helpful. Definitely helpful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Danny? Are you happy to see the credits and then game over? That's pretty much how I am. I mean, I remember. I think the only game I ever like one hundred percent completed was Ocarina of Time back in the day. Um, nice. all Skulltellas and uh, you know right. everything in the game, all heart pieces and stuff, and it was fine. It was a lot of fun, but I was 14 years old, and <laughs> I, I, that was I. You know, I only get like a couple of games a year or something like that. But good call. Now it's like I get games every once in a while, and I just want to beat as many as I can. I have so much stuff on my backlog. I just 
you know, try not to spend too much time with one particular game. Um, Zelda's like an exception. Games like this, open world games are an exception because it just takes such a long time to, you know, get through. Um, and yeah, I want to, I want to enjoy it and, you know, not rush through it, but I'm not yeah. going to do the Korok seeds or, <laughs> you know, anything like yeah. that. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. How about, I'm curious. So, I mean, James, obviously you don't have a switch yet, but, right. uh, after Zelda, uh, what are you guys interested in playing next on the switch? Splatoon 2. <laughs> right on. And then Mario Odyssey. That's all this yeah. year. Just so basically crazy, just the big the big ones then. You're not you're not looking at any of the indie games. Oh yeah, I think I am. I mean, since the like from the Wii U really got me interested in playing more indies and I've talked about a bunch of them on the Famcast. I mean, I don't think I played many, if any, indie games before the Wii U. And uh, the Switch okay. seems to be, you know, picking up the torch from that. So yeah. um if yeah, if an interesting one, you know, shows up, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. How about you, Danny? Anything, anything aside from Zelda so far? Or just Zelda, maybe Arms, maybe Mario Kart. Well, I still actually I have some other games for my Switch that I haven't <laughs> played really much of. <laughs> so what'd you, like, what'd you pick up? Uh, Blaster Master Zeroes, uh, one one game that I picked oh, up. Nice. And um, yeah, I want that. I talked about it on the last episode, but I actually haven't played it since <laughs> because of Zelda. But um. No, I mean, I got through the first world. I like the mechanics. I like the visuals. It's fantastic. And I can't wait until I don't have the burden of Zelda on me anymore so I can there you go. Matt, did out. you just pick up Zelda? Yeah, I just got Zelda, yeah. And good Because I knew that, you know, I was just going to, well, I knew that I would just be focusing on that. And sure enough, you know, every day, as soon as my daughter goes to bed, I start playing and I end up playing, you know, until too late, like 1 or 2 a.m. But Are you going to pick I, up 1-2-Switch? No, I'm not going to pick up one two. Switch. That's right. That is the correct answer. Might the only one on the show that actually picked that up. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would love to try it out. It's just, you know, I don't. I'm not usually in the kind of environment where I can play multiplayer with a lot of people. Yeah, you know? it's uh, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the only reason I got it, and I, again, I talked about this before, but is is because my wife was interested, and we did get to play together once, <laughs> okay. Okay. and it was it was fine. She she enjoyed it. I mean, I can see it as something that would get old pretty quickly i mean it, it <laughs> like already yeah <laughs> I, I just want to play more zelda right now and like i said when that itch is gone maybe i'll i'll try to delve into this a little bit more but we didn't even play like every every mini game edit or anything just um yeah. yeah i understand that that makes sense i mean i'm i'm really interested yeah like getting blaster master and snipper clips and you know mm-hmm. other various uh indie games but yeah one two switch it's just that and, and Mario Kart too. Like you know, I think Mario Kart looks great, but it's just it's it's you know very multiplayer focused, and I don't mm-hmm. know how many chances I'll have to play multiplayer with people. And of course, you know, I have Mario Kart Eight on Wii U, so mm-hmm. I don't really have as much incentive to get it on Switch if I have to pay full price for it. You know, right? Yep, pretty much. I mean, we can hold out the chance that there'll be a a my Nintendo voucher. For you know, forty percent off if you bought the yeah. original, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, if they did something like that, I'd probably get it. I'd probably pick it up. You know, Likewise. because I, I do love Mario Kart and all the tracks and but even especially the DLC tracks were fantastic in Mario Kart Eight. But you know, paying another fifty, sixty bucks for it—that's just that doesn't make any sense to me because I've already yeah. played the hell out of the game and gotten gold in like pretty much everything on you know every uh, speed and everything. Right, same here. But like, then again, battle mode is my 
favorite multiplayer mode and uh it's coming back in big time in mario kart 8 yeah. deluxe but you know and it's fantastic right all these I, I finally watched the the intro video for it earlier today actually and all the different modes they have and like all the the cool arenas they have they brought back uh one of the arenas from the super nintendo game so you know, mm. right for, for someone like me who's been playing since then you know that's it's fantastic to see that they brought that back super nintendo version is actually the best version of mario kart you're <laughs> <laughs> down right it is i, I love it uh, i'd say ds but okay whatever and yeah, that's a good one too Cops and Robbers new mo- mode as well. That sounds interesting. Don't even know yeah. how that would play, but yeah. but uh, yeah, but they they fixed the battle mode. But you know, some may argue that should have been in in the first place. So why should we give them more money for just patching the original version with modes that should have been in there? But you know, that's because I'm a cynic. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're our favorite Nintendo Cynic, James. <laughs> I'm right. So, do we? Ha- what do we? What else are we going to talk about then? We're going to. Uh, are we going to look back with you know rose tinted glasses in the past, or look ahead to the future, or neither? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what was your favorite moment or favorite you know memory of the Famicast in the first six years, the first hundred episodes of it? Oh man, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that episode you guys did, where you talked about your uh, different customer service experiences. <laughs> right. I thought that was really cool. What about one that fun. you were on, though? What did you like, you know, talking about? Uh, I mean, you know, since you brought it up, I do kind of have fond memories of sitting in that cafe and talking <laughs> to you guys. You know. <laughs> That was fun. That was Talking fun. about Nintendo in English, surrounded by Japanese people, wondering what yeah. the hell are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about 3ds and stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame that you know Mac can't be on more episodes. I mean, I think episode fifty, I went back and I I counted how many episodes everyone had been on, and like your count was surprisingly low. It was like lower than I thought. <laughs> I was like, it's oh, like that's, that's been on like 30, 40 episodes, right? And it's like, it, no, it's like 12 or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. yeah usually just because, yeah, unfortunately, like, like I said, I have a kid now and it's hard for me to record after she goes to bed and that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, good times. This this is the original Triforce, isn't it? That's the yeah. It's, it's bizarre. I was the, I was the new guy, young, like 26 <laughs> or something. And now I'm in my thirties. You're the leader so. now, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's all been downhill since that's happened, since that happened. But hey, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I think Danny, you, you like literally introduced yourself, didn't you? And like talked about how you like Nintendo in episode one. Basically. I mean, I, at the time I was just, I think for NWR, I was just like just a couple of weeks new on the staff <laughs> and then I, I was actually the other day i was looking through just old emails on the nwr my nwr email and i was looking through like a thing <laughs> Your like first a, email? Like a, yes <laughs> like a, an email conversation with all three of us and you said something to matt I was like hey matt let's try doing that thing we we're talking about and matt's like yeah buddy and i was like what the fuck are they <laughs> <about>? <laughs> it ended up you know you guys are talking about you know the podcast like making it be a, a thing and then it then it happened. It was just yeah, just right. totally yeah. forgotten. <laughs> you know, some of these just interactions and stuff. It was just kind of a fun uh, blast from the past. That's right. I think it was going to be called like the. I think it was just going to be called the NWR Japan Cast at one point. 
Okay. <laughs> well, we, but then James, you came up with Famicast. It was like, of course, it has to be this. This right, is right. the best. The best name. Yeah, that's right. Came to me in a dream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I never thought I would ever have three guys in Japan, um, like who'd all want to talk about Nintendo. But you know, mm. I guess over the years, I mean. It, it was weird how Ty came about because, you know, Ty had been on staff in the past and then um, he'd actually moved to Japan, you know, and he was like a forum guy. And then, you know, he came on the show as well. It's kind of crazy. Right. <laughs> no one actually knew he was in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Everything <laughs> kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know either, especially when I had first heard about it. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So they're recording with somebody from the States. Because you guys, you guys would, uh, record with Don every so often, right? Right, right. Don Kuhnman right. and uh, Minoru as well. Yeah. yeah. Good old Minoru, the the actual only Japanese correspondent. <laughs> you know, we incorrectly <laughs> called ourselves yeah. Japanese correspondents for a long time. Right. Like, none of us are actually Japanese. <laughs> I think that's why, yeah, there was a distinction. Right. It, intentionally, Japan correspondent. That's right, yeah. We eventually cool. corrected that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good old Minoru. Um, Matt, have you actually met Minoru before? Uh, I mean, over the over the podcast, yeah, Only but the interwebs. Not, not in person, yeah. Oh, yeah, when we did that Street Pass video with him, I guess, yeah, Matt wasn't there for that. That was fun. Yeah. That was, Do you remember yeah. that, Danny? Street yes. Pass video? Dude, Street I Pass experiments. <laughs> running around, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Such a bunch of idiots. Pretty much. Good times, though. You, and you guys, you guys got picked up by, like, the media at large a little bit for that, didn't you? The, oh, the Famicast experiment. For, yeah, I guess they're no, doing really calling us like this is not scientific <laughs> retards. <laughs> Picked up really. by people telling us how stupid we were for doing it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sounds like the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's only gotten worse since then. <laughs> Good times. But yeah, I'm going to miss Street Pass. I guess that's been a big part of uh, the Famicast and, you know, 3DS in general, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, me too. I mean, Jesus, I, like we, we, we did a segment at one point where we would talk about the last people that we street passed. Yeah, right. That was a regular feature. Right? For like a little bit. Yeah, I've totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, were the, what games have the last 10 people been playing? That, that's what it was, yeah. But yeah, that, that, cool. that, that died off when we just stopped doing street pass, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> like basically everybody that wasn't like leaving their towns. <laughs> right. Yeah, so maybe like half of us. <laughs> Yeah, well, at one I mean, point, wasn't it just like Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest, Dragon yeah. Quest? System <laughs> settings. <laughs> you know. right. System settings. <laughs> That's great. My favorite game. Right, yeah. 3D camera. We've all taken videos with that, right? <laughs> yes, Hello? videos. Absolutely. <laughs> 3D videos. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, good times. And, uh, yeah, good to talk to you again, man. After all this yeah, time. Thanks for having me. It's, yeah. it's always fun. You, you I'm feel, sorry I can't be on more. It feels yeah. like you're so far away now in Osaka. I mean, I haven't yeah. been to Osaka for years, but uh, no, it's nothing against the place. Just haven't. <laughs> that <laughs> is, it's every dude. You should hear him talk about Osaka off here. It's crazy, <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, actually, no. There's going to be something very exciting, exciting reason to visit Osaka soon, isn't it? In Universal Studios Japan. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, by 2020. Hmm. I have Nintendo. What is it? Nintendo Land? Is that what it is? Nintendo Super Nintendo, Nintendo World. World. Super Nintendo World. Yeah, you're right. I, I think might have just called. added the Super. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Super excited because yeah. I mean, by the time it's finished, is it going to be finished in 2020? 
they say that it's going to be finished by 2020 because by they want to have it ready by the the Tokyo Olympics. Apparently, that's perfect because, like my my little son will he'll be four, and my eldest son will be like nine. So that'll be just absolutely perfect to to take those guys there. Yeah. Perfect excuse to come out here. Yeah, that's right. How old we all could be uh, met at that point? Oh Christ! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> add, add three onto uh, her current age. Uh, oh, okay, well that's easy to do. She'll be five. There you go. She'll be five. Perfect. Thank you, thank you for that, James. <laughs> <laughs> that makes things a lot easier. I, I thought you like, were a pro. Was she man. born? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I have to be. <laughs> no. I, and Danny, I, how old will you be? <laughs> will you be um, old enough to ride the rides? Danny? I probably won't, but I'll just kind of tag along with you guys and maybe hold your hands if that's okay. So yeah, you can hold the bags. Oh, <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> As long as one of you guys are paying for me to get in, I'm good. I'll do whatever you want me to do. That's right. No ice cream for you, though. Yeah, okay. Understandable. Cool. So, Danny, what are we doing next? Well, um, we're going to get back to the rest of the group. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess all that type of stuff. So, uh, Matt, seriously, man, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us. Appreciate it, man, especially for uh, you know, a milestone like episode 100. So, thank you so much, dude. Hey, thanks to you guys. It was fun. All right. And we're going to go ahead and catch back with everybody else, which is ourselves. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I'm going to hit stop. Worst (laughs) outro ever. So yeah, a lot of uh, Zelda talk in that segment, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Video viewers who are wondering what we were talking about. (laughs) So Matt's obviously a massive Zelda fan. He's got a freaking Master Sword tattoo on his arm. Yes, he does. I think it's real. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. (laughs) If it's fake, he puts it on very convincingly every time I see him. Yeah. (laughs) Tie, fake or real? (laughs) (laughs) Is this mark on my body real, or did I draw it on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny, going back to the family stats, the statistics yeah. for a second. Does this does this episode count as me hosting? Yeah, it, it would. It would. And your Give face, yourself like face? a half mark. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll let James go through it the whole time. Okay, it's in that case, uh, I have been on twenty. I've hosted twenty three times. Mm-hmm. Danny has hosted eighty four times. So <laughs> you beat me by a long shot. How it's, come it's, I don't get a list? How don't I, I don't get a column in that category? Uh, <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> when did you host? Well, you know, we got to prepare for these things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cyrus actually knows what hosting means. <laughs> oh, Danny, you've also not seen how many fake or real episodes we've had. How many uh, fake or real games we've done. Huh. Yeah, that that was the overall champion. Bit... Oh, I guess that should be Ty who should do that. Who's the overall fake or real champion? Good question. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> also, no one cares. So, oh. Luca in the chat says fake or real is one of the best segments ever made in a podcast. Oh wow! Big oh, that, that's high praise. Is, yeah. is that you know statement fake or real? We will never know. But you know what? <laughs> For such a nice comment, Luca, I think we should invite Luca on the show. What do you What do you say, guys? I'm yeah. down. Let's do it. Okay, I'm just going to send Luca a link here. 
Luke is uh, hopefully uh, ready for it. Yeah, it's so like how you Luca. suddenly, hey, hope you're ready, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke, if you click on that link I've just sent you in Twitter, um, we'll get you added to this call, and you'll be on the video. So make sure you, you know, you're not naked or anything. Or if you don't want to be on the video, you can turn the video off and do just audio. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're naked, just keep the video on, but we'll just we'll work around it. Yes, yes. Like Danny is. Yes. I'm naked. That's why I never shows the bottom half on the video. Wait, are we supposed to wear pants when we record? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm taking mine off right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll wait for Luca to come on. Is is Luca in the chat, uh, Cyrus? Yeah, I have notified. I think. Okay, cool. Do we have any? Oh, do we have any questions to read out in the meantime? Uh, I think we do. Not really. Oh, we have it. Kind of keeping on top of them. We have a nice comment from Luca actually while we're waiting for him to come on. He says. Uh, um, what did he say? No, he was just telling us everyone about the hundredth episodes. <laughs> no, so, no, no. Um, oh, we've got one here from uh, Dread Pirate Stone. I believe we've heard from him many times. Um, he says, "Congrats on six years. I've enjoyed every episode over the years, and look forward to many more. I hope you can find Minoru for episode one hundred. Yeah. Um, Chris also asked in the chat. I missed this question. Was how long has it been since we've had our own feed for Famicast? Like, when did it split onto its own section? Yeah. Actually, we, me and Danny were looking at that quite recently, weren't we? Um, yeah. Was it like. Also, Lucas said he can't get in. Lucas said he can't get in. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go on about that. Um, so, we st- we, I think we started our own feed back. I'll, I'll kind of pull up the episode list here because I, I think I remember exactly when it was. Um, back in 2014, maybe like, I think maybe the first episode we talked about new 3DS. I think that's when we had everything set up. So, yeah, so I've been doing that for, you know, over two years now. And um, I think even before that, I was still like doing, I mean, there's a lot of like crap that you got to do to put podcasts on feeds and stuff. And it's, can be kind of annoying, <laughs> but like, you know, I was doing it, you know, on the RFN feed whenever we were still there and stuff. And, and just basically just did the same thing. But I think Johnny, Johnny Metz, he set up like our fi- the file that we needed for these feeds. So that was, that was pretty nice of him to do <laughs> to get like all that grunt work right out of the way. And then I could just keep on, you know, adding stuff from then. So, yeah. Exciting, huh? <laughs> so, what was your first episode, Ty? Uh, I have no idea. It was like, uh, it was like a the, the first or second TGS episode, whichever number that was. Ty, your first episode. Oh. Yeah, Luke is here. Luke is Ty, here. your first episode was uh, TGS 2012. Whoop. Yeah. What uh, episode was that? Episode number 16. 16. 16. Wow. Hey. So. That was shortly after I moved to Japan, I think. Cool. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing you on um, the, the forums. This guy called Super, right? Right. On forums. And you saying that you're in Japan. And I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> There's a guy who used to be on staff who's now in Japan. I must know you somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then we put the pieces together. Uh, so, Luca, are you with us? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we can. I, yay! Uh, welcome. Woo! You are on the Famicast. Finally worked. Hey, we'll sorry for that. Remember. 
of the family crew. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here. And uh, I, I want to thank you especially for giving me another streak because after being the, the first ever live caller for the RFN Telethon, now I'm right. the first ever, if, I, if I'm correct, the first ever caller for the, the Famicast. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That's true. <laughs> We've never opened up the stream. Exactly. Another another uh, achievement for my for my resume, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll ship you out your Nintendo points soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can I use them for uh, a thirty percent discount on a on a mobile game, for for example. Thirty percent discount <laughs> on the next episode of the Famicast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Luca, how long have you been listening to the Famicast? Well, since you shamed me via private message while playing Star Wars Platoon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I uh, you to. No, seriously, I, I uh, listened to a couple of episodes here and there because I was mainly an RFN listener. Uh -huh. But uh, I, was, uh, I was always drawn to the, to the Japanese culture and, and, uh, and, of course, the gaming. So, um, you know, I, I just little... Uh, I just needed a little edge to, to finally make the jump. And I, I'm happy I did. I'm happy I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think I mentioned on the show, I, I met up with Luca when he came to Japan. That was your yep. first time in Japan, right? Yeah, my first and only time so far. And uh, it was a lucky coincidence that it was also your birthday. So it was, it was quite a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, it was my birthday. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. <laughs> yes, you so, have a birthday. <laughs> so obviously, you thank you've got you know the family cast to thank for all of that. You know, bringing you to Japan, paying for your tickets <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah, None it was a family cast sponsor trip, and uh, yes. I just had to to go to the uh, in the streets of, of Tokyo wearing a a huge family cast costume, and it was <laughs> right. it made for some good looks, but. I wasn't the stranger. I wasn't the, the, the strangest people around, and um, no, really, I was. Uh, I was excited to to go to Japan because I uh, I have to 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 thank uh, actually Chris Collett for his um, retro gaming guide because it made me buy a lot of shit, and uh, one guy <laughs> in Akihabara certainly bought a, a case of wine tonight uh, that that night. And uh, <laughs> did you and buy a Secret of Mana three? No, I actually, it was. I, I'm not. I'm not a Secret of Mana huge fan. I, I played a bit of the first uh, on the, the SNES, but never finished it. it. It's in my shame of bucket list. But uh, no, I, I actually got. Yeah, I got um, a lot, lots of um, retro stuff for the Famicom, and uh, I actually got a, a Sharp Twin Famicom, which I'm very excited about. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and I got a couple of super bargains, like um, that. Mm, this bad boy that I see, that I see uh, uh, behind the, uh, Danny, and uh, this was bought for um, at the book off for uh, two hundred and fifty yen. Yeah, so yeah. It, it was amazing because I thought it would be much more expensive. And uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like this one actually behind me is the 3ds one, but I have I had this like the same type of thing. I found one like I think for green at some local shop here and it was like you know 200 yen i was like whoa why not even if it doesn't work it has like the box the manual everything why yeah. not same thing same thing i i did for a, a, an original famicom that was like uh, 780 yen and uh, it was labeled like uh, i think it was labeled like not working because nobody in the store could explain but 
you know, that, that's the, it was in the junk section, so to speak. Right. And I, uh, I tried it when I, I came back home and uh, apparently it works, but I can't be sure because, you know, NTSC's RF, RF signal, it's, uh, it's pretty tricky to make it work on a modern TV, on a, a, a European modern TV at that. Mm -hmm. So I uh, can sort of see a, a distorted black and white image. So that may be the signal I, I can't possibly be sure. But mm. uh, it seems to be working. The, the controls uh, do work and uh, the game plays. So it's, uh, it's uh, a collection bargain. Yeah, nice. that, that's, that's what I do. I mean, I was in Akihabara yesterday meeting up with um, a friend, actually, former staffer uh, named Aaron Brown. And um, yeah, I, I did manage to buy a couple of things that I'm never going to play, but just put on my shelf. So <laughs> it's on the shelf, right, Dan? It does. It does. Yeah. It's my motto. Like an asshole. It's the beginning of the Lindemann syndrome. Be careful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luca, you're talking about your bucket of shame. Danny's got like a room of shame. That's where he's, that's <laughs> that's, where he's sitting right that's, now. That's where I'm at. <laughs> well, it looks great. So it serves, it serves a purpose. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> So, Luca, is there anything you would like us to like talk about on the Famicast? Like, maybe not today, but like in the future. Like, what do you think we should talk more about? Um, you know, related to Japan or video games in Japan. Well, I being a relatively new listener, I I missed a lot of uh, life in Japan segments. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as I was uh, writing earlier in the chat, maybe it would be a good idea if you have the time in the future to do a kind of a. a Compilation of the of those segments. <laughs> compilation? We yeah. don't got time to do that, Luca. Jesus Christ! No, absolutely not. But <laughs> one thing I can wish. I know you you don't. But no, it, it would be a daunting task. But um, uh, you know, it's um, nowadays Japan is um, is not as uh, hermetically close as it was before. So uh, thanks to, also to you guys, we we know a lot more. And uh, it feels mm, a little bit more familiar. So it's kind of hard to, to, to point at one thing that would really surprise people anymore or would be uh, really curious to, to talk about. Um, right. When I was there, I found uh, uh, a lot of, of things that made me uh, you know, uh, amazed and, uh, and, and shocked. Um, actually, one of those things was how loud uh, a pachinko uh, <laughs> place could be. It was, it was insane. I... I I'm actually, yeah, that could be a, a topic. Like, uh, I don't know, um, hearing impediments <laughs> in, the, in the pachinko era. <laughs> right. Yeah, we could just film an episode in a pachinko place. That'd be good. I couldn't see because yeah. of all the cigarettes or anything. It would make for an awesome audio experience. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would deafen everyone listening to it. <laughs> That's our final episode. It's like, and now for the final Famicast, we're going to give you an authentic pachinko hospitalization experience. Um, <laughs> blow out everyone's eardrums. Yeah, like since the since the Famicast is ending, you no, know, you, you don't need your ears anymore. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You've already heard the best thing you're going to hear. You don't need these anymore. Yeah, let's send in on a sweet note. <laughs> so, well, Luca, thank you for coming on and uh, being a part of the show. It's, uh, Thank you awesome for having me, and uh, congratulations on another under one hundred episodes, and here's to one hundred more. Thank Excellent. you very much. Keep listening. Cheers. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are running kind of long with this episode, aren't we? We're running along with this fucking show, hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Well, too actually, soon, soon. I would say speaking of just times, 
of I also on this on our little chart here I put down all of the about Luca now. What? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I wrote down how much, like, how, how many minutes for every episode was, and then I totaled that up into hours, and then I had to eventually total that into days. So um, you didn't sleep that night, yeah. Yeah, no, so, like, if you were to listen to the Famicast from episode one up until pre-episode 100, there's, like, 218 and a half hours worth of stuff, and according <laughs> to my calculations, which could be wrong, uh, it's like over nine days of audio. Um, so, all, so. so all Luca needs to do is sit down, download all 100 episodes, and press play, and then nine days later, I'll have had everything. <laughs> all as much time as I've played Hyrule Warriors for. <laughs> nine, seriously? 100, what is it? 218 hours? Yeah. yeah. 13,109 minutes. <laughs> Keep in track. <laughs> I was Ty's like, I played Killer Instinct for nine days solid in the past nine days. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> There's a new character now. I got to catch up. She's literally new. Shin Hisako. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I think, Danny, I think, unless I'm forgetting something, I think we've heard from all the alumni, Famicast alumni, haven't we? Yeah. We've yeah. reminisced on, on Famicast 1 to 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice there was one other thing on Twitter. I don't know if maybe you guys brought it up when I was gone. Another comment. I'm going to pull not. it up here. Really. Oh, maybe. yeah, we do have some comments. Yeah, we should go to some comments. Oh, yeah, Carly Young, uh, mm-hmm. NWR staffer. She says, Congrats, guys. Don't underestimate what it takes to get to the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Damn um, right. Oh, and we do have a question as well uh, from Mark Harrison. Yes. Is this the one that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's his question. Where do you see yourselves in 100 episodes time? <laughs> well, that, that's probably a good question to end on, actually. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, we do have Tune in 100 episodes to find out. <laughs> right. Tune in next time. Episode 101. So, yeah, we do actually have some big news. Um, this, if I can put my serious hat on, semi-serious hat on, and this is actually the last episode of the Famicast. Pause for dramatic effect. On NWR. <laughs> this is not the f- last episode ever, ever. But this is the last episode that will, will be part of NWR. So we thought like episode 100 was a good time to like, you know, uh, to cut it off there and to have, you know, we've done 100, you know, episodes. We had fun and we we, would, we had a great time. And we have to thank NWR for you know, giving us the chance, like RFN, start off with RFN, you know, like Danny said, John, uh, Johnny and uh, Greg, who helped us, you know, set up the feeds and everything, um, various people over the years. Um, but we thought, yeah, we'd like to take, uh, we'd like to go solo, we'd like to go go rogue and, and make Famicast its own thing, you know, just like a completely independent thing. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a website and we're going to have obviously we're going to keep doing the, the show you know that will never change but we're going to have you know more uh variety of shows as well so we're looking we're looking into um uh where everything isn't finalized yet but one thing's for sure is that we have the famicast.com sorted out right mm-hmm, uh, that's right so yeah if you want an uh followers i mean the famicast twitter will never change that will always be at the famicast 
And uh, if you want to see updates and stuff, you can check that, or you can go to the website, um, thefamicast.com. And that will never change. But the email will change. <laughs> yeah. So no longer will be, we're no longer using the Nintendo World Report um, uh, email. But uh, so, yeah, if you want to send us a, a letter going forward, it's now thefamicast at gmail.com. Right. Just a standard Gmail, <laughs> Gmail account, nothing too fancy. Right. And, you know, also, too, we're kind of branching out onto Facebook. I have a page created with, like, maybe nothing more than a logo. Again, it's <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're kind of getting everything together right now. But if you're a Facebook user and you want to follow us on there, uh, just look for The Famicast. Be- There's, like, some weird, some kind of Spanish thing that comes up with Famicast. <laughs> if you search the Famicast. It, it's, I don't know what that is, but that's not us. <laughs> So yeah, yeah the, we, we we thought about doing building contract or contracting as our main <laughs> stick, but podcasting seemed easier. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, like uh, th- these 100 episodes, these will stay permanently on uh, Nintendo World Report. That will never change. All the article pages, everything will be as it is. You know, the forums, everything that will stay. And these 100 episodes will be preserved forever on uh, NintendoWorldReport.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going forward, 101 will be on our own website and uh, going forward you know 101 going onwards that's where you'll uh, you'll find the episodes and uh, that also means that the iTunes feed if you're listening on iTunes that that feed will change so there will actually be two uh, famicast if you search for famicast on iTunes they'll show up two they'll have the original one you know with the uh, the, the 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 artwork that uh, Tony uh, drew for us you know with the the, the skyscraper backgrounds and everything like Street Fighter style. But our new artwork is very, very different. So um, that's the new one that you'll want to be uh, subscribing to. And it's a, it's kind of like a white uh, background with um, the Nintendo Switch. It's done in the Super Famicom style. Um, so yeah, it's a very kind of clean, kind of cool new look that we're going with. So that's the one that you're going to be looking out for going forward. Um, obviously, when you listen, if you listen into this immediately, a, a, a publication it might not all be up there <laughs> so uh you know stay with us and uh, we'll keep you updated like we said on the twitter and uh on the website the new website yeah danny did i forget anything uh, i don't think so <laughs> um by the way and for the new artwork I want to thank cyrus he worked really hard yeah. on that and we have like we have multiple artwork things kind of so, Anyways, I mean, we <laughs> have a couple, it's a couple of different options. But it, anyways, but before we, you know, get the new feed set up and stuff, uh, make sure to check Twitter and, you know, the website and stuff like that. And we can let you know. And maybe we're going to try to put some other one last thing out on the Nintendo World Report feed just to remind people like, hey, you know, we're going here. If you want to still listen to us, you know, this is how you can do it. So, right. There'll be like a mini episode after this. Just right. To, just uh, with some information on it. A little update but not like an actual proper show. Right. But yeah, um, with that, I think I think that's everything covered. <laughs> so with that, uh, episode 100 is uh, at an end. Um, but the Famicast is not at an end. Don't worry about it. We're still going to be here. Yep. Just in a different place. <laughs> yep. So with that, Danny, I'd like to thank you for you know hosting whatever it was, 80 old episodes. Uh, 80, uh, no, no. <laughs> and editing pretty much all of them. It's, it's uh, been 
I wouldn't say it's always been fun editing, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, we appreciate you and, uh, thank you for, you know, taking over the reins with all that kind of stuff. You've been awesome. Thank you. Um, Ty, how many episodes was it? 70 something? 79, I believe that I I've been on. Yeah. Thank you for being the discerning voice of Nintendo and, uh, actually playing other video game consoles, which no one else plays. (laughs) right let me let me tell you about my 3do that i have and own that we're good and cyrus um yeah thank you for being the newest member and being awesome and i think you've like become part of the team quite quickly and it's you know people if people like luca who just you know recently listened listening quite recently i don't think he would ever know that you know you hadn't been there from the start which i think is pretty cool Oh, you so, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And being our n- new official artist, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> You're now the official Famicast artist. <laughs> Love it. So, and with that, I'd like to say Famicru out for episode 100. Peace. Peace out, guys. Peace. Don't sound so Bye. morose. Jesus Christ, no one dies. Nice. <laughs> Rip in peace. Bruh. But on the third day, we'll rise again! Oh. Okay. Too soon? I'm cutting the feed now. Oh.